Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome to another Lorehammer Lockdown. I'm Mark. Um, Eric's not here for this one. Uh, This episode I actually recorded a while ago, a handful of months ago. I went on vacation down to Florida and I met up with a listener named Nick and we ended up just having a conversation. I I recorded it and I thought, hey, now's the perfect time to uh, release it. So... Yeah, here's a conversation with Nick. He's he was a pretty good guy. Uh, pretty cool. He uh, ended up buying me dinner, so it was a good time. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to Lorehammer. Uh, we got a special episode again here. A little bonus episode for everyone. Uh, my name's Mark, and today with me we got Nick. How's it going, buddy? Hey there, hi there, ho there. They call me the Florida Man. Oh, the Gator Wrestler. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you know who calls me that? Who? No one. Oh, well at least. But it's you fine. know what they really call me? A mistake. Especially <laughs> yeah, my yeah. mother. I've been called that too. <laughs> Especially my mother. Just kidding. Not my mother. Just everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, Mark's really great to be here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm actually on vacation right now. I went down to Florida and I before I left, I sent out a message like, hey, if you're in Florida, come meet up with me. Yeah, and... Um, you were the only person I liked out of all, let's say, 52 people. Let's make you feel special. Oh, wow. 52 yeah. people. Yeah, you're the cutest. I'm like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> Offering ooh. the most foot rubs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get in those bunions. <laughs> but uh, no, so um, I uh, I really wanted to meet you guys. Um, uh, and then you're disappointed when it was just me. 
Yeah, I was mainly disappointed. Yeah. And then you brought your wife along, too, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was just trying to escape the parents. I know. <laughs> Aren't we all? But, yeah, yeah, so I saw the post, and I was like, oh, wow, uh, you're actually in Florida. Oh, I live in Florida. What a coincidence. <laughs> and then I, I looked, and I was like, well, how far are you of a driver you? And you're like, uh, I'd say about an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like okay. Uh, what's my work schedule look like? And I was like, okay, well, let's have the first day. And she's like, uh, yeah, so um, uh, so we try to plan around that. And then Mark's like, yeah, so that's not going to work out. Is that out. how I sound? Uh, yeah, so, um, well, kind of, I don't really know. This is just me and the big fat Adam's apple I have. He's like, careful, don't get too close. I mean, it'll poke your eyes out, really. But um, we tried to set up for a date, and then Mark was just basically – yeah, so uh, I'm we're gonna, flaky. I'm a very flaky. Yeah, guy. you're you're very fickle. <laughs> um, you kind of just wonder, like, okay, so this day is gonna work. And it's like now this day, now this day. And so <laughs> I have to fu- like double check with everybody, make sure everyone's good. Uh, checking the list, and, yeah. You know, checking it twice. Who's naughty and who's nice? <laughs> yeah, I'm naughty. Um, but yeah, so we finally decided to do a day, which was Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, I actually decided to pick out a uh, place uh, where we wanted to eat. But you wanted a, a nice Florida theme. Yeah, I wanted to feel like I'm in. Would you call it the Bayou? No, the bayou. that's well. I'd say no. The Bayou's more of like Louisiana. Mm, yes, the yes. Everglades. That's uh, okay. more Florida. Really. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm so, just an ignorant Canadian, so I don't really know. Who am I? <laughs> but yeah, so we went to what was it called? Like Catches, uh, catches on the water? Uh, Bar and or Catches Seafood Grill. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good little theme in there. Oh yeah, uh, nice, and it was it was pretty quiet too. Um, but then again, it was kind of like a Tuesday, so <laughs> who would really show up there? The, like, no one parties on a Tuesday. The, the thing that always catches me off guard whenever I come to America is just the proportion sizes, man. Oh yeah, like, yeah. even in the or- airport, I'm like uh, at a Wendy's, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, can I get a small? Like I'm about to hop on a plane, I don't want to piss myself, and the drink comes out, and it's fucking huge. It's, yeah. it's just like this is a small. Okay, okay. Listen. This- you're not a true American <laughs> if you don't get diabetes from one sip. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, you ordered the uh, about portion size. You actually ordered it was the King's uh, King Hawaiian Burger, something like that. Yeah. So it's basically like this big, huge burger. <laughs> I got myself uh, some uh, snow crab, um, and then your wife got she got a salmon uh, salad. Sa- salmon salad. So Looked pretty good, actually. Yeah. It actually. Uh, I'm not a big rabbit food guy, but that was. <laughs> That actually didn't look too bad. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm a big seafood guy, but you you weren't. Um, no, no, I'm I'm very landlocked in my taste buds. Landlocked. You know, cow, chicken, pig. Human. Human on, on occasion, I guess. On, on occasion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we kind of picked up there and uh, – You bought me dinner. I bought you so dinner. So now I can say Lorehammer has finally paid off. Yes. All, all the years of doing podcasts has finally paid off in one free dinner. Oh, yes. So I'm sorry, uh, uh, you know, Eric, when you listen to this, I'm going to have to, you know, wait on yours. And, I'm bringing uh, them back some leftovers. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe got they... a little doggy bag for them. Well, I mean, your mom, did you save the bread when your mom ate <laughs> yeah. the rest of that burger? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's getting. <laughs> oh, yes. The soggy bun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like the special sauce you put in it. Thanks. Mm. Yeah, that's mold. That's mold, Eric. Yeah, that's mold sauce. Oh, uh, I was talking about a different sauce, but okay. No, <laughs> I keep that sauce for other people. Oh, okay. I hopefully just one. <laughs> Let's see what today goes. But um, yeah, so um, we got there. Uh, you basically showed up in your big old Lorehammer shirt. <laughs> um, you know, your wife. You guys were like, you know, here I was in like in a big jacket and all that. And you just showed up in one long sleeve shirt, some jeans. 
your wife basically had like a a, a dress, a dress and then a like sundress. a little uh, I, I guess like a small like little roby thing. I, I think I'm, they call them cardigans. Cardigans. Okay. Yeah. 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 She just basically had that, and y'all were just like, yeah, no, this is great. It's beautiful weather. Beautiful, beautiful weather. She's yeah. Like, no, this is like this right now is like a nice day in Calgary, like in the summertime. Like, oh wow! Really? Yeah. Like. Highs usually of like twenty five. Well, we get the odd like thirty day. I guess that yeah. Takes this would be you, considered but. like really nice here in Florida because when you get here in like in the summer, it's yeah. just blistering yeah. heat because we have that humidity. So like say for example, if yeah. it's like ninety degrees with that humidity, it's like a hundred and five. Yeah, yeah. And it's sticky. <laughs> I don't like being sticky. No, it's nice right oh now. We're just sticky, uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Right now we're just like sitting on a patio right now, just looking out over some water. Oh yeah, the, the nice. view. He, the bad. view he has like I'm. Not gonna get. I'm not gonna describe know. everything. Well, the address is, <laughs> and they're gonna be here at this time to this time. Uh huh. Just like this is who they're sharing the t- uh, the house with. Uh, the, the social security cards, yeah, credit yeah, cards, yeah. everything. Oh, you gotta get those credit cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gotta you know somehow pay for my warm or figures. Um, uh, but really, more or less. Um, so yeah, uh, this right here is just you know what Florida is, and uh, what what do you really think um, before we I guess do any you know any get 40K. Into it, like, we are gonna yeah get into yeah. some forty k stuff. We're just you know shooting the shit, yeah, shoot, shooting the shit. Um, but wh- what do you think of like Florida compared to like I guess Canada as a whole, or or just Calgary? It has pros and cons. Like summer here is gonna suck because like you said it's gonna be super hot, unbearable. Right, right. Winter, obviously, in Canada sucks because it's super cold. <laughs> right, so right. It's like, you know, um, I don't know. I, it's nice. I have I, nothing against I will Florida. say um, that here in Florida, just and specifically, like, the location where you're at, you have a lot of things to do. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, when we're driving, you see all these things. Like, uh, we, we went to uh, just a place called Gatorland. And yeah, just, like, that was... they had a bunch of gators there, and like I'm talking like over three thousand gators, just like in these tiny pens. Oh yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, and yeah, every time you're driving, you just see a new thing um, that you're like, oh, I could go do that. Where it's definitely not like that. Yeah, in if, Calgary. If you're ever in Florida, or if you're a real Floridian, you've been to Gatorland, and you know what that place is like. But if you, <laughs> you ever want to go to Florida and get a taste of it, Gatorland's the place. Yeah, to go. I would say that would be like. By the uh, way, I'm not affiliated. I don't own any stock <laughs> of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. Um, yeah, like if if I didn't have fe- uh, friends and family in Calgary, I don't think I'd live in Calgary. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can just... make friends with me. Oh yeah, I could move everywhere. But what would Eric do if I left? He can move here. He can move up. Ugh. I'll offer him some foot rubs. Steel's getting worse all the time. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're just going to remove your foot I think rubs. that counted as the uh, ad for Christian and Jordan's podcast there. Just those two little meme lines. Now I don't have to do it on a main episode. Oh, wait. We have to acknowledge them? I had to, yeah. Oh, it geez. was part of the seven-year contract with him. So, uh, yeah. Well, I guess I might as well acknowledge him, too. Um, <laughs> hey, Eric. Uh, you know, whenever you listen to this, Jordan. Oh, Eric's and, not going to listen. Oh, he's not going to listen? No, no. Oh. oh. He hates He oh. hates people. Oh. <laughs> Heart shattered. Yeah. Um, Jordan will listen, maybe. Oh, okay. Because he has to edit it. How's that, uh, how's that facial hair, Jordan? The what? The facial hair. He's, oh, the facial he's hair. hair. <laughs> he's got, like, a curly mustache, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a hipster. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Milady. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Christian. That's enough about him, I think. Yeah, I think we went into very <laughs> detailed with him. Um, but, yeah, uh, it was 
I also want to say, uh, you know, um, I, I guess we can kind of like move on to uh, how I how I got into the podcast yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and how I got into Warhammer and all that. Yeah. So, um, well, the two kind of tie together, really. So, I guess we'll start with like Warhammer. So, uh, about a year ago, um, I, I was watching a YouTuber uh, who I like called Eckhart's Ladder, and he always did these okay. comparison videos of like st- what would Star Wars arm- like armies do against like uh, like armies from like warhammer 40k sure sure and it's always like what the hell is like 40k <laughs> yeah 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 I, i've like heard the term but i was like and they always seemed like 40k would always win it was like what the hell, <laughs> hell like yeah. first off i'm a true star wars fan i love it and i, I always play i always <laughs> love the empire yeah. i always love the stormtroopers clone troopers all that stuff and it's like how the fuck are they gonna how, be how how are they gonna <laughs> have be they like ever the, seen a death star before yeah star destroyer <laughs> tie fighters best star fighter in the entire galaxy <laughs> But I'm like thinking, how how does this always win? So I decided to type up like Warhammer 40k, and uh, I clicked on this YouTuber called 40k Theories. Yeah. And uh, I just ran. I think I just clicked on one of his videos. I don't know what it was or anything <laughs> like that. And I just tried to listen to it, and I couldn't understand like what it was. I don't know what he was talking about or anything. Yeah, but without just, any context, if you're just thrown into a 40k talking session, yeah, it's it was, rough. It was like, what the hell is this? And this sounds so boring. <laughs> I literally and I, and I tried to get into it by watching yeah, yeah. multiple videos, and sure. I, you know what? I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. It was like, a good nap too. <laughs> so I mean, it was beneficial. Yeah, yeah. So but, um, not all so things are bad. Then. That was really more of less the tie of it. Um, but I kind of understood. Okay, so it's a tabletop game, and it's like this big, big scale universe. That that was my understanding of it. Yeah. Um, couple months passed, and you know, I'm just kind of bored. Uh, I, I've been playing video games, and I was just like, okay, I want something. The, the depression new. is seeping in at uh, this. point. I mean, it's already there. It's already <laughs> seeped in. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's now just wrapped around the heart. Even ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so um, I just basically was like, okay, maybe I'll give this another chance. Um, so I decided to basically look, go into it, but I, I decided to start from the beginning. Yeah. And. Uh, again, um, I, I couldn't get into it as well. I, I, I learned more about it. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is a little bit more interesting. It's it's a huge universe. Oh, there's which so much. You could, where nothing could be compared to. Um, and I didn't really know how heavy the lore was. But it seemed like it was on the on the level of Star Wars. Yeah. At, when I first saw it, that was my comparison for sure, it. Sure, sure. So um, through there, I just started doing like uh, just looking up through it. And then I saw something called a battle report. Um, which yeah. was my first introdu- uh, introduction to like the tabletop. So like you never like uh, Googled minis before that. That no, was like your uh, first like actual. You knew it was a tabletop game. But uh, you didn't yeah, know I knew it was like, like a tabletop game, yeah, yeah. and it had like a, a big lore. Kind of like well, even though like it was like I guess with Warhammer, it was a game, and then they built lore through it. Yeah. While Star Wars, it was a movie, and it had lore with it. Yeah. And then it had games and figures and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, it completely uh, f- uh, vice versa, sure. you would say. Um, so from there, I was like, oh, okay. So you're telling me that all I have to do is just buy this figure and it comes built and painted and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, you dumb fuck. You and, dumb uh, dumb. Uh, Come beep. on. Dumb dumb. <laughs> uh, so I'm like thinking, oh, man, it's so cool. <laughs> and then I'm just seeing them rolling dice. Lots 
and lots of dice. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like yeah. thinking, he's just like, all right, he hits. He's like, oh, he hit, he hits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he hit with? <laughs> he wounds? He wounds now. I thought he already hit. <laughs> and then he's just like, what's your, uh, what's your strength? Strength? <laughs> and I don't know. This. It all depends how hard he's hitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like thinking, oh, my God, this sounds so, like, this sounds so nerdy. <laughs> it's like, what loser plays this? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then... Lo and behold, you know, I'm still getting pretty bored. And then I just keep watching. Depression takes one uh, more clencher. It, it just gets, yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. one more grip. And it's <laughs> like, okay, now I'll actually sit down and try to learn this a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, as far as like learning the rules and stuff like that, no. I try to, I just watch the battle report and I'm just like, I, I watch it through to the end. And I don't fall asleep that time. Nice. So I was very, very good on that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this looks pretty interesting. And then I found a video called, uh, um, what was it? Dawn of War Ultimate Apocalypse Mod. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the vi- review. Oh, yeah. And it was by uh, Mandalore Gaming. Shout out to him. Um, I, I don't know him or anything, but that was the video. Yeah. And it was basically a, a strategy game, uh, you know, on you know the, the desktop and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's an that. RTS. And it was in the 40K, uh, uh, you know, universe. Yeah. And they had this faction called the Imperial Guard. Ooh, yeah, girl. And it, they were just basically normal soldiers with big tanks, big guns, <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. And a lot of men. A, lo- a lot of men. And, like, these things called commissars. Uh, which I'll, I'll get on to my opinion about them later. Sure. Um, but it, it was just, like, so immersive. And they had, like, so many things, like, in it. It wasn't just, like... And it wasn't the... It was a mod. So it wasn't, like, the vanilla game. Yeah, So yeah. it had things, I guess, in the lore that weren't even... I guess some of it was... It's, it isn't still it isn't even integrated yeah. in the tabletop. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this looks so cool. So I, do- I bought the Donald War, and then I downloaded the mod. And I just played endless amounts and i only played <laughs> imperial guard that was it and it yes. would be against anything and i would just yeah. like i was like holy shit this is so much fun That's so good then i got back into the lore to learn more about it it was like yeah. wow this is actually in depth oh yeah and i'm like oh wow i you know and a couple weeks go by and then i'm like tired of the game a little bit like i still play it every now and then but now i'm like, like this okay. would have happened pretty recently too oh man. yes this is yeah. very recent like yeah for me i i would say like when i got into like warhammer really i'd say about two months ago okay yeah sure so yeah and like fairly dawn new. of war one is probably like 10 plus years old yeah 15 maybe even? 15 i think it came out in like 2001 that old holy moly i could be wrong i could be wrong. sure but it's an old game so yeah, yeah i can yeah, see yeah. how you could get bored of it pretty quick well, like, yeah this you know but the they it's not like they just added like units and that was it like they worked on pathfinding and all that stuff so sure. it was basically you know if they added like some updated graphics you know stuff like that it would look okay. really good oh okay but uh carrying on from that i was like okay um i'm going to decide on actually thinking about doing the tabletop yeah and I looked around to see, okay, do I have a place where I can get this? And the only thing I knew uh, on a place where you get it was a games workshop. Yeah. But I didn't want to order from online just because it, it would take too long and <laughs> the prices And you were, had the itch. You needed it right well, away. Yeah, just to really see, like, what it was. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to just uh, – but I didn't want to buy, like, everything and stuff like that. I yeah. just was like, okay, I'm just going to buy the Codex 
for the Imperial Guard only because that's who I loved. That's, yeah. that's all I wanted to play as. Like I played when I played on that Donald where I tested like one or two things. Sure. Which were like the Inquisition, which was a mod, uh, a mod add-on to yeah. it. Um, the Night Lords were just basically chaos. Yeah. And um, the Sisters of Battle like once or twice. Okay. So, but it was it was always Imperial Guard. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I love them. And I'm going to play them if I ever get into this game. <laughs> so I find it, and there is a game workshop in Orlando, or Winter Park, really. Sure. So I decided to go, okay, I'm going to go there, and I'm going to uh, basically buy the codex. And that's it. I'm going to read it. <laughs> I'm going to learn through the lore. Uh, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, 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 this will lead to I'm my I'm just going to go in there and spend just 50 bucks. Oh, 50 bucks? It was like... Oh, I, I gotta look at the receipt. <laughs> don't, don't, more. don't don't do whatever. So um, I go. Uh, I decided to make the. I plan the day. I'm like, okay, I have this day off, and I'm going to go. Yeah. But um, on the car rides, I kind of I I, uh, I wanted to listen to something related to 40k. Usually, when I'm in the car, I listen to music or uh, an occasional uh, uh, podcast, and I don't listen to many. Like including this podcast, I listen to three. What other ones do you do? Uh, the H3, H3 podcast. What's that? Um, I'm just in the market for a new podcast. So, uh, so he basically talks about like YouTube and um, really just like stuff that's going around in like the world or stuff like that, social sure. media as a whole. Okay. And then the official podcast, which is pretty much like the same thing, but they have less of a filter. Okay. So I think you would like them more, hmm. if I'm going to be honest. Um, what are you saying? That I am a crude person? Uh, no filter. I've said some racy things online. What are you saying? Don't kiss me out of the house just yet. <laughs> we still got the foot rub. <laughs> um, but no. So the, I, I'm not a big podcast guy only because, uh, like, I don't know. Um, uh, I kind of I, I was in that mentality of just wanting to watch it. Sure. Well, sure. with 40k, uh, I, I can't sit down and watch it just because it. Um, mainly because of the YouTubers, like 40K Theories, nothing wrong with them. He's very informative, but his voice is very mundane. There's a couple out there like that where, they, they, yeah. And, and it's just so, it sounds yeah. so bleak, and it's just <laughs> very, you know, and, and they'll go to, like, extreme depths of a, um, which when I get into when I listen to your podcast, it's just, like, to the point of, like, absurdity. Like, I don't really need to know what the emperor's, uh, you know, pinky toe is thinking right now. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. I think we all do, but not at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I need to listen to something, but forty k related. Yeah. So I scroll. So I pull out my phone, uh, and I go on Spotify, and I literally just type in the word or words, Warhammer lore. And the first thing that pops up is Lorehammer, Ooh, and it's yeah, got your girl. podcast and everything. And I'm thinking, okay. How many episodes does it have so far? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. If, I, I didn't see, like, when you guys started it or anything. Yeah. So I'm, like, thinking, okay, it just has, like, one or two episodes. What's the point of me really doing it? Yeah, yeah. And I think it was at the point when you guys had just... Um, yeah, like, if it was two months ago, roughly, it'd be, like, 60 episodes out. Like, yeah, of 60 content episodes. content and not, like, like, bonus episodes. Either, like, uh, like, something about, like, either it ended, like, with an Eldar episode... Okay. Or it ended like with uh, like 
an orc episode. Sure. I'm not 100 percent sure, but there's a lot. Hundreds yeah, of hours, couple yes, hundred hours, hundreds of hours. <laughs> and it's like I'm looking through. Okay, so how much detail is this? And like, okay, so it's not just like okay, 20 minutes done, 20 minutes done. It's like no, there's like uh, I'd say about an hour and a half, an hour and 45, sometimes over two hours per. per sometimes po- we've had some three hour episodes. Yeah, like and this. it's like per podcast. I'm like thinking, okay. This is something I'm going to get into, <laughs> and you do. And the way I saw it looked like in chronological order, so I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." The first, you know, um, the funny thing about this is uh, the time I started listening to it, uh, my phone internet connection was really bad. <laughs> so um, when I started playing it, it was just you know it did every three seconds and it paused. Oh, that would and just waited for worst. like three seconds and then kept going. Oh. And I just, it was driving me up oh, the wall, geez. but I was like, no, I'm bound to determine to listen to this. <laughs> because like uh, when I first like heard, you know, like y'all's voice, like you, uh, Eric, and Jordan's, it was just basically like, hey, we're wacky and kooky and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, wacky and kooky, yeah. Fuck one of those whites. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? And you, the, basically what you guys did is like, hey, we're just building the framework and we're, we'll go into like the later things or I guess the more detailed things later. Yeah. So I was like, I can, un- I can get into this because it's going to be in bite-sized portions. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's not like shitting on like any YouTubers or anything. But as far as I can no, tell, no, no, like no. It, it just – they kind of just do random stuff always. It, they, there's no flow to it. It's really hard to get into the lore because like you said, you, you click on a video. You have no idea what any of it means. Mm-hmm. There's no real good starting point. So yeah, that was definitely one thing we, we consciously wanted to do was make it easy for people to get into it. Yeah. And uh, uh, but uh, so long story short, when I got down to the games workshop, I, I bought the codex. That was it. Well, they had I, – I, I, uh, I did want to ask about painting and stuff like that because oh, yeah. I said that that was what really intimidated me. Yeah. Because I was like thinking, okay, wait, so I had to paint these guys now? <laughs> wait, wait, I had to glue them? Ah! What do you mean I have to get any clippers and a, <laughs> you know, an edge knife? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or sculptor's knife, whatever it's called. It's like, wait, how much for this paint? <laughs> wait, oh what? Yeah. Ten guys? Forty dollars? <laughs> Plus tax? Oh, yeah. And they do how much damage? <laughs> None. None. <laughs> Those later <laughs> might uh, blind an eye for a minute. Yeah. Those yeah. Uh, last guns. But um, <laughs> so I, I got in there. I went home and I still listened to the podcast. And I was actually uh, listening to it while I was reading the codex. And I was like, no, I'm actually – I stopped re- I stopped reading the codex just so I could continue listening to the <laughs> podcast. Ooh, ooh, better because it was, it was just so enjoyable, <laughs> you know, with your quirks and stuff like that. And, you know, just doing stuff like, I can't read. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, my favorite Mark quote – or uh, well, I, just for a reason, just in case uh, any of my coworkers listen to this and I don't want them reporting it, was when Mark is just basically saying, uh, like, just out of the nowhere, I'm, I'm working, and he's just like, they did horrible things to my mother. <laughs> they fixed my mom. They fixed my mom. I don't oh. even remember the context to that. Yeah, I, can't I, remember, I just remember I haven't saying gotten the episode yet oh. because I'm actually listening they to it. <laughs> yeah, that, there it is. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> and I'm not even. I wasn't mentally prepared for it, so I was literally dying for like three minutes when I heard that. <laughs> and of course, my laugh. It sounds like I'm trying to breathe from air. Like, <laughs> yeah. and of course, they're like, "You all right?" He's like, "Yeah." It's like I was just listening to something funny. He's like, "Oh, really? What? What did they say?" Ooh, uh, it was a knock knock joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The greater good. <laughs> Ooh, um, but yeah. So. 
that was just basically my introduction to y'all. Um, I recently uh, finished up uh, from where y'all are at, and I did listen to the new episode with like the homunculi covens. Ooh, that was a good one. And um, I, yeah, I honestly would say like I'm not uh, like for me, I'm just strictly Imperial Guard and like Imperial side. Sure. So to see a factions like a faction that I really like Eldar and Dark Eldar. Yeah. Uh, to me, they're really just elves. Oh yeah. Really. Yeah. And they're so bo- to me boring. They've got some interesting history, like they burst a birth a chaos god. Yeah, that's a that's you know that's really interesting. And then they got like the black library and all that stuff too. Yeah, but to me, they will always just be elves. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Big conehead like, helmets. That is definitely the where it started. It, it's definitely morphed away from that a lot. But that's definitely uh yeah first glance very much. Yeah. So. um so from there, um, uh, I just basically started to buy some box sets. Um, I don't have much now. Um, How many points about? I'd say a little bit under a thousand. It's about. That's not bad for a couple months, though. No, 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 no. So like, when I buy a box set, it's going to be built or built, prime and painted that day. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Like one day. Uh, like for example, I, uh, I did fifteen conscripts in like one day. Uh, <laughs> of course, it was miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I really wanted to cry. <laughs> but I mean, I can like for example, like ten guardsmen. I can build them, uh, paint them, and prime them in six hours. Yeah, they're like the now. This isn't parade. Re- it isn't parade ready. It's just battle ready. And well, well, I was actually very. Uh, blessed when you actually said they looked pretty good yeah like so. they looked decent like i wouldn't yeah i, I wouldn't I, say I would they're to play an army like that like the one thing too is it's all fucking painted oh yeah like, it's all painted like that's that's my thing too i i'm not putting anything out on the field if it's not built painted and primed yeah just because because <laughs> you're I, an elitist well not only that but uh um, <laughs> but also i I'll, i it ruins the cinematic yeah, yeah. For me. Yeah, and 40K like, is such a visual setting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of like plastic. why I won't um, really proxy anything. I, I run WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I've got uh, – I actually got – but I have um, – I would say I actually have more than a thousand points now with those with some other boxes that I haven't built. Sure. Um, but I haven't really had time because of work, and you know it's been Thanksgiving. I work at a grocery store. Oh yeah, that's so be hectic, yeah. it being Thanksgiving, I just really haven't had time, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah. I'd say a little over a thousand points. But if we're gonna add all together, I've got one command squad, uh, three infantry, heavy uh, weapon squad, which are the mortars, uh, a Lehman Russ, uh, two Lehman Russes. One's like the Demolisher variant, but one's like the the battle, the standard Lehman Russ. Sure. I mean, that one's not built yet. Um, uh, let's see. Three Sentinels, uh, two Chimeras, um, a Commissar. Uh, well, about to be two Commissars, really. Um, and then I think that's about it. But what would be your favorite guard model that you own or just in general if you don't already own it? Ah, uh, jeez, the favorite guard model, yeah. are, are, are including spoke, vehicles, yeah, including vehicles, like look wise, lore wise, whatever. Just what? Ooh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm gonna have to pick two, actually. Uh, no, um, no, no, you're not allowed. What? Only one. Only, only one. one. Hard choices here, at Lord. Hard Hammer. choices. Yeah. <laughs> no, only one. You have to narrow it down. Okay. Um, you know what? I can actually narrow it down to one. It's uh because. 
for lore wise, they, I can pick something else for it. But for tabletop, and I guess really for more or less lore wise, is the basilisk. I love it being this big, huge <laughs> artillery shell yeah. or, or gun that can fire and move. I mean, you don't want it to move on tabletop, <laughs> no, no. but it's a big gun that does a lot of damage from like. <laughs> Yeah, I, like I what's the range on a basilisk? Like, like several continents away. <laughs> yeah. M- maybe in lore wise, but I mean, like in tabletop, it could shoot anywhere on the map. It yeah, has yeah, two hundred and seventy inch range, which <laughs> I did the math. It's twenty two point twenty two and a half feet. Sure, sure. So yeah, I mean, unless you're standing like an apocalyptic surround yeah. with like something that big, but I mean, at that point, uh, you know, go home and cry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> all your college tuition right there. Um, but that uh, it's just it, it to me it I uh, basically represents the Imperial Guard something with it's a big big guns that do a lot of damage but from far away not sure. like Tau where they got like the lasers yeah and like the it, pl- it's like the, the, the difference between like a scalpel and a hammer like both are gonna mess you up when it hits you the Tau is like the rail gun it's like that clean burst but like the guard is that hammer where you get hit and it just. It obliterates it like a power fist and a uh, and a power sword. Yeah, exactly. One's gonna just really knock your teeth out. The other one's just gonna slice and dice them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's a good unit. That that's a very iconic guard unit for sure. Oh yeah, but um, Um, we're just recording outside, so if you hear this vehicle driving by, yeah, um, um, and hopefully the wind isn't picked up too much. Yeah, I think we should be good. But uh, yeah, if if we're also not recording on like we're doing it off my iPhone right now, but uh, yeah. Hopefully it uh, it's not Should like a <laughs> 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 um, but yeah so uh, for me I am very new to this um, yeah to to lore to the game and stuff like that yeah um, but I, I do want to I, I hope this is all right I actually do want to give a shout out to a, to a couple of people oh yeah buddy um, so the um, and I'll probably say this at the end too just for like people who are nearby but um, anyway. Um, so I want to give a sh- big shout out to Nick. Um, You're Nick, though. Nick Nick Bean. Okay. To me. I'm just gonna give a shout, quick shout out to myself here, uh, Nick. <laughs> shout out to boy, boy Nick. Um, Great guy, hell of a yeah. guy. So <laughs> Nick actually runs a uh, board game shop called Breakpoint Games. Uh, he and it's sta- it's actually in Mount Dora, so it's actually only 20 minutes from my house. So rather nice. than going to Orlando, yeah, which is like an hour drive. Uh, it's closer to uh, Breakpoint. is only 20 minutes. Saves me time and, you know, saves me gas. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing about that is Nick is a really awesome guy. Um, and what they have is they have a 20% off on all their products if you prepay. So basically, if you pay that item in full yeah, and th- before, you know, like the ordering process goes through – you get 20% off. So if it's $50, it's now $40, which in Warhammer... That adds up. It, yeah, it yeah. adds up. Yeah. And, like, I honestly wouldn't have as much stuff as I do now, nor, yeah, you know, the stuff I'm going to get um, uh, for, for Christmas. Uh, sorry, Mom, if, you know, if I spend <laughs> it all on that. Don't be too disappointed in me. <laughs> Should uh, get over it. So uh, what, what was saying? that store called? It was called uh, Breakpoint Games. Breakpoint um, Games, yeah. I, I guess this could uh, – I don't want to steal the thunder for it, but I guess this would kind of be like a community shout-out in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a community corner. Yeah, a community uh, corner. Perfect, yes. Um, so we actually – and we actually have a war uh, Warhammer group there too. Um, but uh, I, I won't get too much into that. But um, uh, some, some people there like Joel, Brittany, Tom, James uh, – Tira Nick, 
We have Ooh, a third Nick, too. There's three Nicks. Yeah, so I'm Astra Nick. Oh, okay, He's yeah. Tira Nick. And then <laughs> Nick Bean is just... The Bean. Oh, the Bean. He's the Bean Man. <laughs> it's the Bean Man. <laughs> bean! But yeah, so... Yeah, so if you're, in, if you're in this area, like, go check that out. Yeah, like, um, honestly, if... Yeah, so we actually play every Sunday. Nice. Um, very casual, too. Now, when I say very casual, we're talking, like, if you just have the models just built, not primed or anything like that, you can honestly play. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk into a story about the uh, the tournament I got to do uh, sure. later on. Um, it was actually my first tournament. But anyway, um, this guy, he literally built an army overnight, didn't prime, didn't paint it or anything, <laughs> never played the game in his life, and he joined the tournament. And yeah. you know what? He did better than me in it. <laughs> so is he good or are you bad? Which one? Where are we leaning? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so from there, uh, that just shows you how casual we are. And, yeah. you know, uh, we're not, like, super competitive either. Yes, well, um, there might be some, like, the moments, like, if, like, for a tournament, yes, we'll try and be like that. Yeah. But we're not going to be, like, move your character back two inches. Yeah. You moved him too far. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, no, we're not going to do that. And we're also going to do learning curves. Like, for me, uh, like, I mess up all the time. And, you know, sometimes they're going to correct me on it. But they're not, like, you piece of shit. <laughs> God damn it. Throw oh, yeah. the miles all across the place. No, we don't do that. Yeah. And no, they're that's... really great guys. And, honestly, it... If they weren't there, uh, you know, if they weren't there at that moment when I first, uh, like, played my first mock game with it, yeah. um, I probably would have just fallen off the game just like that. Yeah. Like, I probably still would have listened to your podcast just for the lore, but probably not as much because I, I wouldn't be as involved. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. So really big shout-out to them. Um, uh, and I also want to say thanks, Nick, for allowing me to do this. Uh, give me because I asked for permission and stuff like that. Because I don't, I, I don't want him. To, Does know. he listen? Um, no, but I, uh, but I am going to try and put this out ah. to our group and stuff like that. Well, no, it, it, for <laughs> them, it's like we also have like real guys who are big into the lore and stuff sure, like that. Sure. So, and they have some of them actually have heard and listened to you. Sure, sure. Um, but I did post this out saying, "Hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this," just because <laughs> I wanted to be, you know. Sure, sure. Um, no, I was more curious because like uh, I know some people they definitely don't want to be associated with lore hammers so yeah yeah so they, um i i you know but, but. um that's they, they just basically what it is so yeah um for like well later at the kind of like towards the end i'll, I'll if you want to get some contact information on all that i'll be more than happy to do that because we're always looking for new people yeah you have to send me a link to uh breakpoint games like if they have a website or they yeah did you have a I'll, website I'll post it on the on the uh podcast notes or whatever so. oh okay okay yeah. sweet yeah. um but yeah, just basically wanted to do that. Um, but yeah, so uh, you just want to go ahead and um, so that's just basically yeah. my thing. I'm an imperial guard player, and I'm a new, and I'm just basically always new. have been, always will be. You're damn right, guard I will. through and through. Yes, yeah, as the commissar dictates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got a couple ways we could go. Do we want to talk real quick about your lore first? Do we want to do something else? What do you think? Um, yeah. So I am. I'm, I just showed up for this episode, so I'm not doing anything. I'm just plans. here ex- existing, yeah, you know, yeah, on this yeah. corporeal plane of existence. <laughs> My mind's in the warp. Ooh, ooh, don't like that. Well, it depends on who you're with. <laughs> Eric, usually I'm with. When uh, podcasting, it's not good. Right now wor- it's okay, though. It could, it could be worse. It could be with Christian. <laughs> <laughs> One funny thing is uh, people uh, always assume me and Eric are the best friends, mm-hmm. but Christian's actually my best friend. It's funny. I could... <laughs> Honestly, uh, I could tell. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, like, I, I, I like Eric. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. no. He's, but a, I mean, he's a very close second. Eric was my best man in my wedding. Oh, wow, really? But, 
only because Christian couldn't show up. So <laughs> the slap in the, the face. Fist no, no, I, set him up and knock him down. <laughs> no, I, I like Eric, but yeah, Christian's my best. Buddy. Well, I could also see that because you know Christian, he's. I would say uh, I, I think he is more of the lore guy, really. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm not saying that Eric isn't either, but I mean, he probably knows a whole. I, I, I'd say. Yeah, like, like like me and Christian, like we go out of our way and read lore, where Eric he'll read it for the podcast. I, is yeah. the difference? Yeah. Um, he, he'll still Eric will still go out of his way, obviously. Yeah. But not to the same extent. And I think really more or less, uh, no. you and Christian really play a lot more of the game. Uh, than than Eric does, or is it more of like you guys have so, built more and invested into it? So me and Cr- Christian has always just been into lore. Like he's oh. never had a full army. Um, well, he, half finished. He's never even had like he's never even bought a full army. Like really? Yeah, he's he he doesn't really enjoy the tabletop. It's not really for him. Hmm. Um, just does it for the hobby. Yeah, he likes painting and he likes building. Um, and obviously he likes the lore where Eric, he definitely prefers. I think the Eric likes building. He mm-hmm. doesn't like painting. He really likes playing. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I like all aspects. I mean, the painting part is a bit of a drab. I'm, I'm not going to lie, but I tell you what, when you finish a squad of 10 guys Ooh. or a tank, well, no, there, there's that no, satisfaction. The, yeah. At the the, end. The, 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 actually the infantry mainly. Yeah. Cause like the tank, you just basically grab a big green brush of paint <laughs> and uh green and lead belcher go <laughs> <laughs> done and like done can of spray paint to save you time and, uh, that's necron only oh okay Ugh. oh wow you're better than go that. back to sleep <laughs> um but yeah no when you're done with those 10 guys and you can see the effort that you put into yeah. it i tell you what that is like one of the most satisfying things yeah. with the game I, I talk a lot of shit about being an electrician but literally the only thing i liked about that job was like at the end of the day, you could actually visually see what you did, where, like, you know. Like, uh, wh- what do you mean by, like, that? So do you go by house by house, or are you... Uh, I don't want to get into it. Just know that at the end of the day, I could actually see what I did that day, and I got a sense of accomplishment. It's like that, but for 40K, it's way better, because it's actually something I'm okay. interested kinda, in. Okay, kind of like a like um, a New York-style garbage, uh, like, a, uh, like a garbage guy who does it in New York City. You got to think about it like that. There's, like, because with them, <laughs> they don't really have cans. Or trash like trash cans. They really just more have like the bags out on the street, <laughs> and no one like what I actually noticed when I because I spent a week up there one yeah. time. Uh, if you go down the street with trash, you barely see anyone out there. Yeah. But as soon as the trash man come, I swear it's like the whole the, <laughs> the whole comes street out. the whole street comes alive. Doesn't smell like garbage out no, there. No, it doesn't anymore. smell like garbage. Yeah. It's much more beautiful and stuff like yeah. that. So. Them, uh, that's what I feel. Really sense of pride and accomplishment. I feel like you missed your calling. You should be in New York right now cleaning up garbage. Oh, God, no. Dude, okay. I wore a whole... The way you talk about it, your eyes twinkle a little bit. You're like, oh, man. Goddamn Yankees. <laughs> the South will rise again. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I wore, like, a white outfit there one day. I came back to Florida. It had that smog yellow all over it. <laughs> Just ruined it. As like, God, y'all are filthy, <laughs> filthy, filthy New Yorkers. All right, so where but, are we going here? So we're. I, I guess we can go. I, I don't have too much on it, but we can do with my lore real quick. Yeah. So with the army that I'm building. I'm building basically two two armies essentially, but it's going to be run as like kind of like two brigades really. So yeah, two um, armies that have joined forces. Sure. Well, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> kind of more like bitter bitter rivalry. So yeah. I'm building a Cadian uh, side and I'm building Talarin. Okay. Um, uh, basically. Um, it's going to be two brothers who are basically in charge of each. One's Cadian, one's Talarin. 
Yeah. Um, their story so far, so I actually did think more about this. Nice. Their um, their father was a uh, a, a, a tactician advisor for uh, Creed at one point. So very distinguished. Um, sure. You know, Had high up in laurels. the ranks. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, his sons. Uh, after they basically went through all the officer school and stuff like that, it's like the officer prefectoris. Yeah. Um, they basically become uh, the commanders of their PDF uh, of a uh, of a PDF force on uh, just some backwater planet. Yeah. And basically, they're not attacked or anything like that, but they are running the unit so far into the ground just because of how poor of a performance that they were doing that a Lord Commissar almost executed them both uh-huh. for the uh, poor performance. <laughs> but it was his, their father with how high he up, uh, how high he up, how high he was up in the ranks. He pulled some weight. He sent one to a Cadian detachment, one to a Talarian detachment sure. to separate them and to just basically say, you guys fucking suck at tactics. Go learn from some actual good guys. Sure. Um, so one uh, from from the Cadian side, basically he was like, wow, I really like tanks and things that, you know, fucking do a lot of damage. Hit hard, yeah. Hit, hit hard, or when they hit, they're hitting. Yeah. And then the other one was like, well, I like mine that move fast and also hit a lot. Yeah. So with one, uh, let's just start with the Cadian one. So the the Cadian guy, he's going to run, I'm going to run him in as like a power fist. And uh, yeah, he's basically got like a power fist and like a a last pistol. Sure. Um, And he, uh, his whole thing is just basically Basilisk and Lehman Russes. And some wyverns, manticores, <laughs> all and the heavy death strikes. Yeah, basically, yeah, all yeah. the he- heavy strikes. Yeah. But what he lacks is in like infantry uh, and like fast attacks. So no sure. hellhounds, no sentinels, uh, yeah. no, not even transports. Really. Yeah. He's just basically, I'm gonna just bring all this big stuff, but I've got nothing to provide it cover. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, the Talaran, he is uh, actually running a plasma pistol. And he has a uh, mechanical arm. But it wasn't the fact that he lost in a battle. No. He was just basically like, my arm is not swinging fast enough. So I'm going to get this prosthetic arm Uh that increases my speed with the power sword. (laughs) Perfect. So, and he is running basically uh, hellhounds, sentinels, uh, and infantry. And um, I'm thinking about rough riders, but I'm going to hold off on them for now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like the... I'd be a little cautious with them because they might not exist for much longer. Yeah, no, and it, like then you have to get like the deathcore Korean. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, well, that's another rabbit hole we'll yeah, go yeah. down. Yeah. Um. But so. Yeah, it's all the fast hitting stuff. All the fast hitting yeah, stuff. So yes, they're doing a lot of like they're outmaneuvering everything, but they're not really like they're. It's taking a while for them to whittle it down. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, uh, the. So after they have their training stuff like that, they're remerged, not as one big battalion, not as one big uh, regiment, but they're two separate regiments, but they're always together. Sure, sure. So these two brothers, the, yeah, these two brothers, yeah, and they're always just kind of sent. Uh, I wouldn't say like heavily, uh, like under attack, but basically they're more or less uh, like I'd say the middle ground or the low ground of like warfare. So it's sure. I would say. You know, like say Cadia, the Battle of Cadia, 
uh, for Cadia. That's an extreme scale. Yeah. But then, you know, if you look at something like, oh, this, uh, there's a minor revolt, uh, a revolt in a planet. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably getting sent to that. Or, uh, oh, uh, this yeah, Xenos it, decided to stop by. Yeah, you, you don't have, like, this huge army. You're, you've got two regiments, essentially. Yeah, it's, it's two regiments. regiments are, like, you know... 50 to 100 people, typically. Yeah, but yeah. they're still, like, you know... They're being resupplied and they're stuff. Being, and they're, they're basically the backup force, too. Sure. Like, they're more important than the PDF, but not as important as, like, the guys on the front sure. lines. So yeah, yeah. Clean up through. Sure. That would be the better way. Okay, okay. So, basically, um, their fault is that they're always getting in each other's way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Uh, yes, they will. I wouldn't say they've always won their battles. I'm I'm trying to determine like how many battles they've won and lost. Um, but I mean, eventually they do win. But I, I mean, at, at the end of like the battle, they're they've lost almost pretty much all their stuff. So they're pretty much <laughs> almost having to get resupplied. Yeah, yeah. Through their father's, you know, tactical stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, but every now and again, uh, they do set aside their differences, and when they do, it's basically everything's gone in front of them. Yeah, like, yeah. they see the target, they're like, okay, you do this, you do this, bam, it's yeah. gone. Um, and with the store moving forward, and uh, this is kind of where I'm going to leave it off right now. Um, so, Katie has fallen, and one of them's Katie. Uh, yeah. All his, uh, basically his uh, superiors that were training him to be like, teaching him, like, these Cadian regiments, they died. Sure. They died at Cadia. Yeah. So he is now filled with this rage. But it's nothing uh, like any of his family seen before. Like, not the brother who's, like, they're always, like, constantly arguing, but they're not, like, at each other's, like, throats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's starting to see something different in his brother, the the Talarn one. I I don't have the names for him yet. Uh, I've got to think of something. Um, but basically, it's almost like he's at a point where I would say he's like close to chaos, but oh, okay. he's but he's not there. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. so it's just almost like blind rage. Like I sure. guess you could look at it as um, what's it called with the the blood angels, like the black rage, the black rage. Sure. Yeah, so it's almost like it's blind. Yeah, uh, blinding to almost like. There have been points where his lieutenants have to pull him out of battles because he's literally wanting to charge in there <laughs> front first. Not his guardsmen, but him. Mm-hmm. And all he's got is a power fist and a last <laughs> and a last pistol. Yeah. That's only got like a twelve inch. I, I hope range. you play that up in tabletop where he's always charging stuff. Yeah, so I <laughs> wanted to do that. I just gotta figure out how do I want to do this but not have him killed. <laughs> Yeah, wow. But I'm not. Not doing, every like, tabletop game has to like. If no, a it's not going to be for narrative and yeah, stuff like exactly. that. It's just me like, oh, okay. Yeah. So he just uh, he has to get dragged back to the infirmary. Yeah. So that's where I'm kind of leaving it as. Um, I guess like when the next time you do like a lore, uh, like listener lore. Yeah. I'll have to try and get that, or when it's ready, and then you know if you want to pick that out or something yep. like that, we yep. can go through there. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the lore. It's just basically I have a Talarn uh, because I love how the fa- the fact that the Talarn they don't have any uh, penalties uh, for like heavy weapons when they're moving. Sure, that alert works beautifully <laughs> with like Lehman Russes, yeah, yeah. or anything that moving mo- basilisks, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to ever move them. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> um, but like, I mean. Look, see the the turret on the Hellhound. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, sure, it's always going to hit, but I mean, it's nice to know that that 
penalty and all that stuff, you know, with like everything else. So, or my chimeras with the transports and the sentinels. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, sentinels. Like you, lots of their weapons are heavy weapons. Oh yeah, um, especially you get the armored ones, which the, those are going to be my next sentinels. I get. Yeah. I mean, they can have the plasma guns, and you know, yeah. plasma guns now are actually pretty cheap for guardsmen. Oh, are they? So yeah, yeah. and the Talaran are actually more of the plasma variant. Just um, be careful with those plasma cans. If you overcharge them on your uh, sentinels, it blows up the whole sentinel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it's a wild way to live. Yeah, but uh, and um, for their tank order, they can actually move six inches. Yeah, and still be able to fire their or an extra six inch, inches after their movement. So let's say uh, okay. Lima Russ can move ten inches. He goes five. Well, now if I give him that order, he yeah. can move six inches and still fire his main turret twice. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. I can literally shoot, uh, like whatever. And if there's a piece of cover, move it six inches. Bam. Yeah. It's now obscured. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, basically, and I also like the Talarn, uh, like with the, some of the feats they've done. Like, I didn't know this, but they were apparently, uh, with them and the Grey Knights, they were, I guess, in some kind of battle with demons and stuff like that. And they performed performed so well that the uh, Grey Knights had actually edged the Talarn name, like the Talarn warriors, into their armor oh, as a sign of, like, honor. Like, huh, and, okay. you know, you got to think about the Grey Knights. They're, yeah. you know. And then they mind-wiped them. Well, mine wiped them. No, they're dead. Oh, they're yeah. guardsmen. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So they're like, hey, you did a really good job, bolted to the face. <laughs> well, they, they didn't say good job. It was more like the Inquisition, really. <laughs> She's like, okay, everyone, huddle up, virus bomb. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, but yeah, so that's... Uh, no, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, and then with like the Cadians, uh, you know, it, they're, they're your standard guy, really, you know. And that's why I really love Imperial Guard. They're not some... Big, they're not a space marine. They don't. They're nothing special or anything like that. Just a guy with a gun. Yeah, you can you can relate to it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, and also, there's just so much more variety in the guard. Oh like, yeah, so you like, can't write. I don't care what anyone says. You can't write an interesting space marine character. No. They're supposed to be like these. Hip- or, or sometimes even a legion. Yeah. You, know, you want to? Here's a good example. White scars. What can you tell me that's interesting about them? Oh, I can't tell you anything interesting about any of the space marines. They're all. S- the way GW writes them and the way they describe them are two very different things. Like, they they write them as if they're humans, but they describe them as these super soldier gods, right? Yeah. And I prefer the way... I'm an information guy more than a story guy. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I would rather read a Wikipedia article than a book, you know? Um, yeah, and so the Space Marines, yeah, like, they're described as these, like, hypno-indoctrinated, like, super soldiers that are above petty things, but then... In order to write them interesting, you have to give them these flaws. But then it goes against the lore. So humans, Cadians, or any type of Imperial Guard, yeah, like you can actually write them so they're interesting characters. You can actually evolve their storyline, make them, you know, face challenges, face fear, overcome stuff. Where space marines, it's just you know, and and they can face like, and they've, you know, they've done the impossible sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, like and it's so much more satisfying. How many? It took thirteen crusades and a black fortress to actually bring down. (laughs) And it was mainly just guardsmen down there. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, bunch of angry guardsmen, uh, angry guardsmen with laser pointers. (laughs) But that's like a feat of in itself. And they've got so many different regiments that unfortunately aren't represented in tabletop. Yeah, uh, which we'll get into later. Um, But there's like some that are just mainly focused on like the new one that came out. Um, It's I'll have to look it up, um, but uh, basically, what they did, uh, they on their planet, yeah, uh, they had like uh, the governor was like, 
She's like, I really like big, dangerous animals. <laughs> and I want to have a lot of big, dangerous animals. What if I got a bunch of them and I put them in a zoo? <laughs> is that the, uh, that's the Forge World book, right? What is that one called? Uh, it was, uh, oh man, I'm blanking. Imperial Guard uh, Regiments. Oh, it's one of the Imperial Armory books. It's 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 new. Um, I'm trying to think what that's called. You're, you're googling it right now. Yeah, I'm googling it. I'm just trying to see. Uh, see, eighth edition. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, uh, it's only showing me the tactics. Yeah, because they took a bunch of Tyranids, right? Yes, that yes, yeah. yeah, that's who it is. So, like that yeah. regiment is specifically uh, fighting. Uh, only like their their main speciality is fighting tyrannids. Yeah, tyrannids yeah. are already a bitch to fight. <laughs> so now you're telling me that they are now you know specific. Okay, uh, maybe you can actually pronounce this. Oh, so, you're giving the guy who can't read. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's it's that picture right there. It's the engine in perfectus. Okay. Okay. So yeah, and Digian. That wasn't who I was thinking of. They they must have two stories very similar. Pray it. No, but those are the those are the guys. I think. Okay, interesting. Uh, if uh, they can actually pull up the, but yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking of like uh, Inquisitor Solomon Locke, where he went to that planet to like uh, look around for the Tyranids, and they escaped all their pens and overran the planet. Essentially, mm. uh, yeah. Oh, this actually tells me how to build it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like thought those. those guys were cool. Oh, there's so many good ones. I, I wish that was one thing like. GW or just other people promoted more was just Imperial Guard variations because like there's just so many of them but it's there, there's so many and each one's unique yeah one like that one specifically designed for t- because since they, they, those dangerous animals escaped the zoo that regiment is designed to basically fight big dangerous animals yeah. water tyrannids big dangerous animals yeah uh, other ones you got like the Slavar chem dogs where they just like yeah chemical weapon warfare yeah. and like you like gas <laughs> yeah we got some stinky Yes. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. There's Take so that many awesome carry on. Ones. Um, if ever you are looking to do like your own custom regiment, go to Anvil Industries. Okay. They got like this uh, custom regiment builder where like you can literally choose the head, choose the arms, choose the chest, choose the legs, and choose the type of gun. Mm. And uh, yeah, like they're made to look like 40k. Um, but it's so good. When I do my guard regiment, I'm, I'm definitely using them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, but I also kind of wish like they had more, like they also got into like the tabletop too. It's like, yeah, you yeah. show me a picture of them. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But are you going to really, you know, give them rules? But I also get like, we can't just give, you know, yeah, like, you everything. can't make a model for everything rules for everything. Like it's just, yeah. And then some of them are like a really niche, like the chem dogs. Yeah. yeah. They're really cool. But their main thing would just be a, a chem wolf. Yeah. Yeah. So, but- oh, very but it'd be, like the way guard work works usually it's like they take a bunch of different regiments like you don't always have just cadians on a planet fighting right. like they take whatever regiments are available around the system to fight that war you know so yeah it, it, i, I heard could, rumors that they're gonna have like a build your own regiment with gw oh yeah they're like, gonna give them rules and stuff yeah yeah because like, like in the space marine codex mm-hmm. in the eldar one and i believe in the dark elder one they've done that now where They've done that again, where you can choose what special rules you want to put for your regiment. Hmm. So, yeah, it, it's they're going to do it for everyone in eighth edition. It's just a matter of time till they get to guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Okay, uh, but yeah, so that's it for my lore, uh, and then that's, like, I guess with some of the lore, really, I guess now we can move on to some actual, uh, some actual discussion uh, of where are we at, we at almost an hour before we actually started to talk about. That's fine, I'm just, uh, I'm just enjoying the weather. So I'm on vacation, I can't be working doing Lorehammer uh, stuff. Don't Come remind on. me of work, please. Come on, buddy. My back. <laughs> yeah, so I actually got up at 1 o'clock. And then I worked until, like, uh, about 11 o'clock, drove here, got here at 1, so, and you know. Yeah, that's dedication. My back. My back. My back. Yeah, that's Yeah, I, I work some of the heavier stuff, so. But, um, but no, uh, that's really more or less about the, uh, the, my side with my, my lore of my regiment. That's what you enjoy in 40K, you like guardsmen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you could really just sum it up to, I love guardsmen. That's, that's, that's really it. And I will How do you never- feel about guardswomen? Honestly, uh, I would. Uh, I think that's fine. Yeah, um, I think uh, when you guys were doing the, because uh, I'm actually listening again to the uh, the podcast, and I just finished it up this morning when I was working. Uh, you know, you know the truck and all that. Yeah, uh, you were doing the bonus episode about female representation and sure, stuff like sure, that. Sure, 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 sure. She's like, and I, I, I remember <laughs> you really wanted female space marines. But- Really? I oh, think yeah, you're full I re- of bullshit. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think those words have ever come out of my mouth. Mm, I, I think what I said was, I want female Primaris space marines. I think, ah, right, right, right. Who are better. Who are better than... Yeah. They get four hearts. <laughs> but um, but that fourth one is full of love. Because uh, that's what uh, that's what 40K is all about. Love, love. And, ex- and acceptance and tolerance. Equality! Equality is another big thing in 40K, I've heard. So... Um, but yeah, that's what, uh, as far as like female representation in guard, yes, oh, I yeah. think they of should course. do it. Um, uh, one, there's actually one female, uh, guards, uh, uh, commissar. Woman, yeah, commissar, yeah. Yeah, um, who I think is really cool uh, figure wise, but I think she needs some better rules and like, cause she's honestly not that far different from like a lower commissar. Sure. So, but or she's like in what, between between the, a lower commissar and then the actual just standard commissar. That, that's kind of what I like. One thing, I know this is a crazy derailment. One thing right. I do not like about Eighth Edition um, is it's very hero hammer. You have a yeah. hero. They're all we'll, these, we'll get into that. Yeah, like there's these super powerful characters. I kind of like it that she's basically just a lord commissar, just a touch better. A couple more points. She's not like the difference. For, like, so there's some characters out there that are just like, how are you just. How does this one space marine have eight wounds with this one only as one? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's not even like uh, – I understand like the Imperial Guards. Like, yes, they shouldn't be like super overpowered. Um, like I should say uh, I think Creed has like four or five wounds. And I think, yeah, that's that's probably about it. But even that, like why does he have so many wounds? Like, yeah. Like, well, like, it's, we go into lore. Kel – Sir, Color Sergeant Kell, he or Krell, he takes wounds for him. Sure, but he also has his own profile of four of a five. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I've never been a fan of hero hammers. No, uh, no, no. I know no. tabletop is not supposed to represent the lore, no. but I wish it kind of did. In I some wish areas. it kind of did too. But that's but that's a discussion for later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with her, I'll probably <laughs> get her just so I can have a female on the. Because I think her model is really cool. Oh, yeah. It's a nice model, for like, sure. Um, and honestly, if I really wanted to go out for it, I could change, you know, I could, I could, you know, probably do something worth it. Like, maybe I could put it on, uh, get another a second of her, kit bash it, and 
put her on as like a tank commander or something. Sure. If I want, if I wanted Just, to do that. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah, even you can buy tons of female heads. I don't know if you have a look yeah. over. Um, was it you? Sorry, I talked to so many people. Was it you who was afraid to work with like third-party stuff? Yeah, you yeah, referred yeah. to me as some of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, like, there's tons of third-party kits where you can literally buy, like, female guardsman head with, like, the Imperial Guard helmet or whatever, tank commander bodies, like, and it's so... I would I would mix them in. So like, here's I do- what I would really want. Um, I want the option to build male and female, like, in a box. So for, oh, sure. if we go for, like, let's go to the uh, infantry squad, the 10-man squad, okay, and the box set. Yeah. All right? Um, I don't think the armor, the the body should really be that much different. Like we don't have to get the boot plate for it or anything, because yeah. it's it's flak armor or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I want if they're gonna be like ten bodies, the ten legs and stuff like that, but they have twenty heads. Oh sure, so you can do all male, all female. Well, or uh, variety, or, or variety yep. really. Yep. Like I wouldn't mind if I had a uh, sure. Like if it's all guys, but the sergeant girl. Sure, sure, sure. Show you that uh, feminine leadership or that it's uh, <laughs> sure, sure. half and half. Um, yeah. You know, just to Yeah, no, that, that would be the way to go. Like, because doing an extra head, it doesn't really cost too much. Plus, like, tons of those box sets already have, like, five extra heads yeah. in them. Like, Maybe uh, not for guardsmen, but... Well, like, actually, for, no, for, like, a chimera, for example, like the transport tank, yeah. it gives you three heads. Yeah, exactly. So, toss. It, it's not going to take up a bunch of spruce space, but it would just make it... It would make it a little bit more, uh, you know, nice. But it, the, the reason why I say 20 heads is because, uh, like, I'm not saying it's wrong to do it. Um, and I don't want to just, like, buy a bunch of box sets and then – because I won't have, like, too many females. Yeah. I want to – if they're going to be, like, females, they're going to be strong females. Like, yeah. not just, like, yeah, yeah. the standard female. Yeah. Uh, because that's what I'm more uh, – like, the Sisters of Battle, those are a strong female. Sure. And that's what I was like, yeah, I want something like that. So I want them in more leadership positions, like sergeants and up. Okay, sure. And not really, you know, all squads of female, all squads and stuff like that. So sure. I do, when they do, like, a box set, I don't want to do half female, half male. And then I have to buy, like, two box sets of, just to get, like, a male. <laughs> I'm not sexist or anything. Been it's just that's, that's, that's what I think they should do. No, no. It's, it's a reasonable thing. Like Yeah. And then, like, just do that with all the box sets, you know. Most of um, them. Most yeah, of them. Yeah, most of them. <laughs> all Imperial Guard box sets. Yes. I'm just and watching this uh, crazy little bluebird in the water here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on vacation. <laughs> uh, I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm on vacation and I can't read. I can't read. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, so it's uh, I guess it's really more or less on that subject. Sure. So I've got my theory, you know, blah 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 blah. So now we're actually going to, uh, or what I suggested is we do a side by side comparison from Mister Experience. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's what the ladies call me. I <laughs> Just I, silence. <laughs> I wish I got called names by a lady. No, ladies. no. I wish I got acknowledged by ladies. <laughs> That weren't my the, mom. The one quote I heard, like, uh, somebody always sends me quotes that we say on the podcast, and the one from me was, uh, 
I know two things in this world. I know a lot about 40K <laughs> okay. and, and nothing about women or no, something. No, it's I know I, there's two things I know. <laughs> it's 40K and women. And then Eric's like, oh, I can tell you don't know 40K. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, or no, geez. pleasing women. That's what it was. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, so from madness, madness. So yeah, we're gonna do a side by side. So obviously, you know, Mark uh, knows pretty much everything there is about you know 40k. And me, I'm relatively new to the whole scenario, both tabletop and lore wise. So I thought, why not we do a side by side comparing on like certain things? You sure. know, like get a perspective. Like maybe someone new who's getting into it or just now listening to the podcast. Yeah. And I thought, well, why don't we also do some kind of like questions that I'm like some frequently asked questions or I think that are frequently asked <laughs> sure, questions. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, the big one I would say is <clears> – so right now uh, let's uh, – so right now uh, GW right now is doing something called the Psychic Awakening. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. And it's awakening something. <laughs> Could it be awokening something? Uh, mm, the psychic awokening. Awokening. <laughs> awokening and go brokening. Um, but anyway, so basically um, what it is is they are trying to advance the plot. Now, for me, I am not a big stagnant guy. Like, if anything, I don't want things to stagnate. I can get why it is because it's the grimdark future and you know there's always going to be you know stagnation uh in that because it's everything's decaying and it's just a slow crumble until the end so i can see uh that perspective but for me i i'm not saying like everyone like there's going to be a clear winner and we know who it is it's just a matter of time yeah i don't need to know that no 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 and you still want it to be a level playing field i want it to be a level a level playing field and I want it, but I also want things to advance to yep. where I see like, oh, okay, here's this big event, and it's game changing. However, uh, once that game change happens, you know, something around something uh, either this equal amount or a greater amount will then equal it out again. Like for example, um, you know, during the Horus Heresy, the Emperor is killed, you know, uh, and then you know, well, well, or not killed, he's defeated, but. Horus is also defeated. You know, uh, the Imperium is basically pushed to the brink, but then what do they do? Go on a crusade and push the <laughs> chaos all the way back into the Eye of Terror. Yeah. So that was a huge event. But you know what happened? They did another huge event and basically evened it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, that's that's just basically what I'm, I'm saying. Is like I like it to progress with the story in a sense uh but i also don't want it to be just a one-sided thing yeah so mark you want to go ahead and go first so this goes into the whole story versus setting thing 40k to me is a setting it's not supposed to be a story the the problem with the story and in my mind anyways advancing it is games workshop is not committed enough to actually advance the storyline every single fucking campaign that they do like you said it ends in a stalemate but yet they pitch it like this it's some galaxy changing event. So here's a good example. Okay, so the 13th, 13th Black Crusade finally destroys Cadia. They make it out to be this huge big deal. But really? Did it really change anything that Cadia was destroyed? No. There's still other planets in the Cadia system. Cadians are still going to be across the galaxy. They're still going to be the standard guard regiment. 
right? Yeah. So they try to advance the storyline, but they don't actually advance the storyline. So that's my problem with it. If you're going to try to make an interesting story... You're Wait, gonna... so that wasn't actually in the, the actual setting? Like, I thought the 13th Black Crusade was, uh, like, already happened. Yeah, yeah, just recently. Oh, happened. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so timeline, because the 13th Black Crusade happened, like, three years ago. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. And I thought this was like it, it's already happened and it's been a part of the history. No, no, no. So that that is like uh, in Eighth Edition, they really did push the the lore forward, mm. and that was one of the big pushes. They pushed that, and they also like ripped the galaxy in half. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's all happened, and like Reboot Gilman's come back, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. But like that so, one, I think that that's what I thought was the newest one. So, but for even that, like, uh, okay, Reboot Gilman's back. What really changed? Is is he now commanding all the armies of Imperium? They're pushing stuff back. No, not really. He's kind of just doing his no, thing. Like, what I've, has really changed? Well, I, I, one takeaway from okay. that is um, my parents so he, are here. <laughs> are you guys recording? Yeah, we yeah. are right now. Oh, hello, uh, Lorehammer World. Uh, you're famous now. You're famous. <laughs> Am I famous? Enjoy. <laughs> just silence. Just yes, silence and then enjoy. <laughs> well, I guess that's uh, that's the only way to ease my pain. <laughs> enjoy the peaceful, quiet, and serenity of uh, <laughs> the beautiful world of Florida and the mosquito bites. Mm. <laughs> so, so that's my problem with it. Like they try to hype it up, like the whole psychic awakening. They, they're trying to hype it up, but we're two books in, and I don't see how anything has changed. I don't see how. There's new psychers in the galaxy. What have they really done except provide this huge hype with no payout? Yeah, so back to about Raboot Gelden and all that. So yeah. he had a meeting with the Ecclesiarchy. Yeah. And for that, it would just be like, oh, okay, is this where it all ends? Is nope. this how the Ecclesiarchy? No. Nope. Nope. So it was like, quo. yeah, I don't like your ideas and I don't like what you have done. Yeah. But I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. I'm just not going to believe the emperor is a god. Yeah, exactly. So status quo has been maintained. And that's yeah. what I don't like about it. They are not willing to take a risk and actually go and change something. They like to pretend that they're changing things. Oh, Reboot Gilliman's back. It's this whole big thing. What's changed? Nothing. Yeah. Um, for me personally, yeah. what I would like um, – and this isn't just like uh, – I would like – well, I guess – how would I word this? So um, as far as like things uh, in the world of 40K would win, I've, uh, I've only thought about this for a little bit, so it's not too deep, yeah. is that there's a technology resurgence. Not in sure. fact like, oh, hey, we just discovered this new type of uh, – we just made this new type of weapon. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I'm saying like, oh, hey, we found these STCs that have somehow, you know – made uh, Lehman Russ's better or the last gun better. So something small, yeah. but it could still make a it could still make a game changer point. So and it's a technological resurgence. So everything in like 40k is getting uh like new technology, allows game games workshop to make new models and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Pu- pushes that out. And you know, it then sets up for something bigger. I don't know what yet. Perhaps cuz here in the modern world, when everything when when we're at war, technology advances tenfold. Yeah. Uh, world War Two, for example, penicillin. Yeah. Or is it World War One? World War One or World I'm War? I'm not sure, but yeah. They, they, uh, yeah. They so penicillin is yeah. made, and it saves like 
hundreds of thousands of soldiers. Yeah. Be, through from infection and stuff like that, and that was during war. You know, uh, the U.S. became a superpower because of its technic, uh, because of the might and its production, the way they were just cranking everything out. Yeah, and you know, it was quality product too. I mean, it, was it as devastating and stuff like that? But no, it got the job done and it, it did what it needed to do. Yeah. So that's the way I would see it. Here in like 40k, I get that everything is stagnating. And it's slowly, like, you know, decaying. Like, some things, they're just lost in time. Like, we don't know how this works, you know, and we don't know uh, how to make this again. But basically, you know, hey, uh, we found a couple of STCs that does this, this, and this. Yeah. And now we can make new technology or anything. One thing that I will say, uh, like, as far as uh, technology that shouldn't have happened was, like, primaris marines i get it's an update it's like oh hey we made a technological advancement in a sense but it's no no (laughs) it's a little much little much i get why they did it new models but at the same time it just would have been like you know should have just kept the same models but given them you know just give them just say they have two wounds now (laughs) come on or just make new models and not blow up the lore yeah, that too. Well, no I mean, they, complain. So here's my best example. So they gave Chaos Space Marines new models. They upscaled them. No one said anything. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't need to come up with some crazy new lore. That's right. Oh yeah. You that's know right. what I mean? <laughs> isn't that isn't that Eric's thing? That that's his thing. That's what? my brother's thing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I could have sworn I always hear Eric like. Well, oh yeah, that's because Eric. Yeah, I, I, pl- I actually played a drinking game with him uh, <laughs> when it, it was the "That's Right." Oh, every worst. time he says it, take a shot. I, I did it for I can't remember what episode, but I want to <laughs> let you know. Don't ever do it. Yeah, no, that's how you get drunk real quick. Oh uh, well, that's how you just wake up next to the toilet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sassy little bird walking around here. I like those ones. Oh, uh, those are. Um, geez, they're like mini storks. Uh, I call them the sassy bird. Sassy birds. Well, every bird here is sassy, mm. especially fucking geese. <laughs> Goddamn geese. Want to strangle them? Oh wait, we were recording. <laughs> I mean, I love geese. Geese. Look at that. Bird. Yeah, th- like this it. can show you, basically, ladies and gentlemen, how how serious we are with this podcast episode, <laughs> especially shitting around. Yeah. But hey, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I see what you mean. Like. <sighs> The advancement of technology, I, I understand how people don't like that stagnation. For me, that's what 40K is. That's what makes 40K different than any other psych, uh, any other uh, fandom or... Right, any, right. Like, you know. Okay, so uh, here's an intake on it. So no. nothing changes as far as like technology or anything. Everything is still degrading and stuff like that. Yep. But a big event happens. Yep. But, and I mean a big event. I don't I'm know. okay with a big event if it actually has consequences. Yes. I, I also like when you were talking about Hero Hammer. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I, I don't see it being like, like Hero Hammers. Like, are you telling for like tabletop, for example? You're telling me that Reboot Gilliman has been to the past five uh, systems, and he's done this many battles, and he's actually lost this amount. Like, he's <laughs> lost one out of five. He's like, no, he's a prime art. Yeah, he should be able to win all of them. But yeah. at the same time, it's like that kind of defeats the purpose of both how strong the prime art is in the war. Yeah, and, well, yeah, tabletop you know, can't translate. Well, no, 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 no. War, but I mean, but... it's just also kind of like you know, they're they're just basically trying to sell these models, and it's just ultimately that's what it comes down. Yeah, to. Yeah, I but... mean, I can't knock on a company for trying to make money. <laughs> 
But I mean, if they make money in like a stupid way, like microtransactions, for example, <laughs> God damn you, EA. Yeah. Well, like, so another thing I don't like about when they try to write story is um, they make the galaxy feel very small, which I don't think that's what 40K is about, because they always have these key characters that seem to always be in the exact same spot at the ga- exact same time. The galaxy is a big place, like... Just imagine if you tried to find me in Florida and I didn't give you my address. You would never find me. Oh, you bet your damn ass I would. <laughs> you would. You I, I, I saved <laughs> a little bit of hair when uh, you got off from your seat. Just put it in my DNA. You know, yeah. like, it, it just seems like too convenient that like, oh, Calgar is now fighting Abaddon, like the two biggest... Fi- like it just seems too convenient. There, it just seems like every battle is too conveniently... The Place. heroes are always there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, and I mean, and, but then when they do get there, it's like just one die. No, no, and that's the other thing. Abaddon and Calgar fight. What was the outcome of it? Nothing. Once yeah, again. I didn't even so, know who Calgar's the chapter master of the Ultramarines. Ultramarines, yeah. yeah. So, so that's my problem with them treating 40k as a story. Is they're they're not good at writing a story. No, it's because it's they, no. The way I would see it is, it's almost like uh, a timeline, really. It's like with the books, um, that's yes, that's more of the story side of it. But like when the timeline, if you like looking to open up a codex and you like look at these, this happened here at this date and time, that's the way I could see for your uh, setting example. Yes. And though the theme, yes, that's part of the setting. But um, they're just stuck on this like. Like right here between the forty first and the forty second millennium, and they're trying to almost plan it out day by day, which I don't think they should do it. No, like that. no, exactly. They need to do it to almost like if they're going to push into the forty second millennium, which I think this is what the psychic awakening is. By the time this happens, or hopefully, I would hope that this would happen. That by the time the psychic awakening is over, it is now the forty second, and something now has happened. Yeah, exactly. But not. Uh, mark my words, nothing's going to happen at the end of it. No yeah, which things. is going to suck. I so. mean, like, here's a good example of, like, <laughs> nothing happening. Uh, the uh, Jukari and the El- Eldari yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it was supposed to be a Howling Banshee and, like, just a really good s- a swordsman from the Dark Eldar. Yeah, Drazar. Drazar, okay. He dies, but not really because no. his soul is, you know. He's just going to get resurrected. So get, what, what was yeah. really the consequence of all of that? No. And so let's say. All that's hurt is his pride. Yeah. And let's do it the flip side where Drazar actually went and killed Yvrain. Okay. She's just going to get resurrected as well. Really? Who can resurrect her? Uh, I'm sure like the, the Incarn or Yanid uh, would or any yeah. of the Chaos Gods. Like, oh, okay. Like, because. Lots of people in the Yanari faction are being resurrected all the time. Right, but so, I thought it was only Yvrain who could do it. Y- y- guarantee, though, they would write somebody else who would. The See, god would take a specific notice in it. So that's my problem. Mm-hmm. They write a story, but they're not willing to actually advance it. Right. So that's. M- I have no problem with advancing a storyline if done so it's actually a story. What I also like happen. about 40K is that no one. Uh, how small they really are in the world like game of thrones like i never watched it but i always knew it because it had 
uh, for all the blood, the sex, <laughs> and uh, no matter what, like a character's going to die. Yeah, yeah. For exactly. the first couple of seasons, that yeah. was pretty much all of it. But yeah. then, like the last two, I always heard complaints of like everyone just seems to survive. Exactly. And then the big battle happens, and everyone lives. Yeah, exactly. It's so, like, like what? No one this wants this game. That. Uh, this TV show that's literally like slotting main <laughs> characters left and right in the first couple of seasons yep. is now like, yeah, oh, we all got plot armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So 40K just suffers from that, and that's why yeah. I don't like it. But I also can tell you why, well, we just can't kill off everyone because we need to sell the models. Oh. Well, it, from what I can tell from the fans, at least from the interactions I have, the fans are very passionate. Oh, yeah. Like, um, for those of you who don't know, there was a Sister uh, Sisters of Battle box set, okay? Um, a limited edition. There, there was a certain model like there was only in that box set. The codex uh, design was only in that box set that you yeah. could get it. Yeah. All right. As soon as they put it up, the website had like crashed, and like by the by thirty six minutes, all the boxes were gone. Yeah. That shows you dedication. Oh yeah. And all it is is just an update to the army. Yeah. Like people still had sisters of battle and stuff like that but they did have like revised and like revamped models so they probably they did look pretty amazing oh yeah they, they needed that update uh, yeah they did and now they're because i think all they had was like the they didn't have plastic models like this is their now plastic yeah yeah so now they they have that and then the shoes you like even though they had like the models is like i really love the sisters of battle i'm going to get it yeah i'm pretty sure if calgar dies and someone new takes over People are still going to buy it. Sure. But, I mean, could you play – could you still play Calgar in, uh, you know – because, I mean, the ninth edition isn't out yet, okay? There's no ninth edition right now. So they can write a rule – they can create someone new and just give them a data sheet. Yeah. You know, that's oh, yeah. not that hard. Yeah. And then, you know, if you have Battle Scribe, shoot. You know, give it a couple of days. When the character comes out, it will be right there. You don't have to – shoot. Yeah, no, no fuss. No yeah. fuss. So, so if I was in charge – like, because like I said, I'm okay with it advancing. Mm. If I was in charge, I wouldn't ever make heroes meet each other, because then it's just going to stalemate. Mm. Um, I would write books about characters. So you have a Calgar series, and Calgar does not interact with any other named character. There is no, he doesn't go and fight the Night Lord's big bad guy, because then, okay, stalemate. Abaddon versus Calgar, like, stalemate. So I would do them, like, so everyone kind of has their own book that doesn't go into any of the other model characters. They would make up their own characters for the book. Right. They don't, you don't do the model versus model characters, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. storybooks. You keep them kind of separate. That way you can still make it. Go, Calgar goes, and at the end he actually conquers a couple planets. He might kill some crazy character that you thought. But the model line is still safe. It, that's where they run into problems is when they're doing you know, Calgar versus Abaddon. They're trying to tell that story, but you can't do anything with it. Nah. But if it was Calgar versus some random Chaos Lord who doesn't have a model, you can do a lot with that then. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, when I see the stagnation, now, right now, I'm fairly new in it. Yeah. So, it, w- the stagnation effect isn't really hitting me, but I know in my heart that it, or at least at the end game, this is where we're at right now. Yeah. And, I mean, the psychic awakening is happening, and they release, like, something new for it, like, every month. But, I mean, it, so far, like, uh, the, you know, the Eldar book, nothing really happened. <laughs> yeah, um, nothing really the, happened. Faith and Fury, nothing really happened. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know what happened to that one. I haven't read it, but I've been reading like uh, 
um, reviews on it, and that's pretty much they're like, yeah, that was pretty lackluster. Great models, but pretty lackluster story. Yeah, because I think it was mainly just the sisters battle, the Black Templar, and the, like some chaos, something like that. Yeah, yeah. just another nothing matters. Story yeah, and then they had the I Alpha Legion too. Oh in sure, that one. sure. So I mean, that was pretty interesting. I mean. <laughs> I always remember talking about it, like, they don't have, like, too much going No, on. no, they don't have a lot of stuff on them. So that was, you know, it's yeah. pretty interesting. But then, you know, they should be like, yeah. And another thing, too, is, like, um, what they're saying, like, with GW is, is, like, during the Psychic Awakening, you're going to get something new for each individual uh, faction and, sure. you know, stuff like And it's not really. You're either getting – some of them, yes. Sure. Yes, you are. But some of them, it's basically an updated model. Like yeah, uh, the yeah. Blood of Ball, you're basically getting a... Uh, Primaris Mephiston. Mephiston, yeah. He's just an updated I, model. I think they did see, tease some Primaris Death Company. I'm not sure if that was a conversion. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, though. Yeah. But you know, like, and, and okay. guess what? Uh, here, here's something interesting. Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, they're getting a flying uh, model now. Yeah, and, that's cool. and their psychic awakening hasn't even happened yet. Um, so the one thing, too, like I know you're super new with the Mechanicum, is they're a new faction. They've been in the lore for a long time. Right. right? The faction has only had models for maybe five years. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. So that, if, you, if that, you've noticed... By the way, like, that, uh, that was going to be my second choice. If there wasn't going to be Imperial Guard, it was going to be Admech. But the sure. only thing that intimidated me was just the detail. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's, that's There's a lot of me. little bits on him. But oh, yeah, yeah, like, so, um, like, if you notice, Admech gets a lot of support. That's because they have such a very small model line. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's, it's a new faction. It's only five, six years old. Hmm. So... Oh, okay. Yeah. But it, but it still kind of goes to show just like, you know, here's this, uh, you know, faction that's been out for years and stuff like that. And I'm not saying they need to get like, I don't know exactly what they would be getting. Uh, the Blood Angels, for example, but I don't know. Maybe a new sty- uh, uh, type of design or something. Maybe, maybe something. Uh, maybe some Blood Strike Blood Missiles. It's yeah, probably, it's something with blood in the name, preferably. Yeah, yeah, that would be ideal. I think bloody stool, the bloody stool, <laughs> the blood. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as far as like the story goes, uh, I, 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 I do like the setting idea, but I also want it in that timeline sense to where the setting makes sense. Because uh, otherwise, like when they're you're reading the books and stuff like that, that is an actual story. But yeah. if you're going from like the codexes and stuff like that, there's your timeline yeah. slash setting view of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what else? Uh, oh, um, another one. Um, okay. So this is a big jump from like story to now the emperor. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, the way I see it um, or my uh, view on it is – the emperor is he a god now, or has he transcended into godhood? Not through uh, either through chaos, or through the chaos god, or a material god, or I think those exist, right? Material gods, like define a god, um, uh, um, an all-powerful being, the ability to create, destroy. What do you define as god? Yeah, yeah I would say just like yeah, a god, but he's in the he exists in the material um, the materium. Uh, but what what denotes God? He ex- like what is all knowing, all powerful? Then no, he's not. Hmm. Well, I, w- what I would see typically, is, uh, I think people like 
denote uh, God as the ability to create something out of nothing, like the ability to create, um, mm. and, and not just like like actually like create like not just like I can create a chair, like physically create something that never existed. Okay. It, like think uh, of like uh, you all know, right. So Big Bang is like something created. That okay. So has he transit? Okay. So we're not going to go through immaterium or chaos but has, do you believe he has transcended to godhood and the other reason why I'm bringing this up for example is uh, uh, yes uh, people believe that he's still alive but he's just on the life support but has he either uh, he, he's just I, I don't know I feel like he, he technically has ascended to godhood but on a different way like he is still there in the materium you know, existing, powering the uh, the Astronomicon and all that through his psychic energy. However, uh, through his divine being, he's able to grant like these powers. Like for one example, creating saints. Sure, but that's not an emperor specific ability. It's not. No, like any psyker could buff somebody else, or Yvrain can bring people back from the dead. You know, like that ability is not emperor specific so if if that's your qualification for him being a god there's a lot of gods then mm. right and okay. that, that's why i'm saying like you really have to pin down what you actually mean by god or godhood or whatever you want to call it because the emperor he doesn't have any abilities that are emperor specific he's not omnipresent or anything like that sure he's a really powerful psyker but there are other psychers that can do things that he has done, maybe not as well, maybe not as powerful, but he doesn't show any of these like super levels or uh yeah, you know what I mean? Kinda like uh kinda like I guess for example, like Nergo creating like new diseases. Like, yeah, he created so that would be on the level of god of godhood, right? Yeah, yeah, like he can create stuff, he has mastery over like his realm, like Okay. But e- even even the chaos gods, like me personally, like I don't classify them as gods. You call them gods because they're so much above what you are, but they're not gods. Like, they're just creatures in the warp that have powerful abilities. But psychers can also create things in the warp, just not to that same extent. So is a psyker a god? No. No. Right? Um, that, 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 yeah, that's kind so of... So do you believe... So I guess that would tie into... So you yeah. don't believe there are any gods in 40K? No, I don't. No? No, oh, I think okay. they use the word God loosely. Loosely? But, um, like, yeah, you th- typically when you think of the word God, you think of some creator being that has abilities, omnipresent, omni, omni, omniscient, or whatever, all that. And none of the gods show that. It's lowercase g, not capital G. Okay. Yeah. So they're, uh, so they're, um, so would you consider them omnipotent or omnipotent? No, no, I wouldn't. The chaos gods, no. They don't have ultimate power over everything. Not even in their own realm do they have ultimate power over. Uh, uh, that's right? true. I mean, for example, Caldor Drago basically going everywhere. Exactly, exactly, right? So, no, like, they call them gods because, like, from our perspective they are, but so it's are they actually? Oh, okay. No. No, they just have... From what uh, I guess, what our mental capacity can do is exactly. we don't have a scientific explanation or any explanation sure. on how they're able to do it. Exactly, but like, like I said, like a psyker can go into the warp and create his own bubble of warp. They can do everything that a, a chaos god can do, just not to that same extent. Like, 
like you said, Calgary Drago's wandering around the warp. He's creating like a bubble of reality around him. He's doing things in the warp. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so back to the Emperor being a god. No, I don't think he's one. I think he's just a really powerful psyker. But, do you uh, think? Uh, I guess more or less. Do you think he could possibly? Uh, here's a, a fun little idea. Um, <laughs> a fun, here's a fun little idea. So you know how like the black uh, the black templar uh, they do. Uh, I guess before they go into battle, they do a chant. Yep. And yep. basically, there's the emperor's champion. Yep. 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 So what would you think about this? Okay. Ethereals. <laughs> this was not where I thought it was going. Uh-huh. Are the champions of the emperor, but through <laughs> the Zeno's form? So let's say okay. So let's see this. Okay, so he's um, he's still alive and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. he can choose, you know, wherever. And he's just he's already seen humanity, and through what humanity he's done, he's just basically like, okay. I've I've wiped my hands clean, <laughs> but I'm gonna try. just keep you guys as a backup. Sure. But now he's got ethereals, yeah. And the way ethereals are described, at least in the sure. Tau sense, sure. are almost all knowing. They've got this presence of like, oh my goodness, I will listen to whatever you say. Who has it? Who has that kind of uh, ability? Primarchs and the emperor. Sure, sure, sure. Right, and like they, they've got like this. this <laughs> so, so the, I bet this. I bet no one's ever said like this. Honestly, I've never uh, heard that one. Yeah. But, so uh, I like when I think about it, it's yeah. just like they have. Um, I, I, Eric's like, yes, they have these organs that make you do the silly, silly for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, I think they are given off by the presence, and maybe that organ. Yeah, and like the ethereals, for example, that could be where the uh, emperor is focusing himself <laughs> onto it, like you now, know, almost now, like now that that's a that's I'm gonna put that on the same level as flat Earth theory oh, you know, of craziness. Oh my goodness! Because <laughs> the emperor only cares about humanity. He he's the most xenophobic human only person ever. He only cares about humanity. Why would he care about the Tao? Well, I'm not saying. Well, I'm not saying he doesn't. Uh, like no, he's wiped his hands clean of it. Like he, he's basically he tried it twice, mm-hmm. and he's basically he's de- he's dying, he's dying. Like there's no other choice, and so now uh, he can't really do much. Yeah, I'm not saying like he still doesn't love humanity or anything like that, but this is just more of like a. Do you think a it would be project. a side project, <laughs> kind of no. like God creating humans and then creating aliens? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that. Um, yeah. yeah, just mostly because of how xenophobic he is would be my main thing. Like, he, everything he does, he does for humanity, so. Well, what I, do you think? Okay, so he's doing it for humanity, yeah. yes. And then there's that whole greater good philosophy that's created <laughs> through the Tao. But so it, it's, what if he's it's trying- so different than everything the Emperor does, though. Like, the Emperor doesn't, like... But, okay, so there are some Xenos that he kind of keeps around because he needs to learn some technology bits. You know, isn't that, I mean, am I wrong? The Emperor personally, no. Like, the Emperor during the Great Crusade was conquer the galaxy. Like, he didn't let things survive. Now, nowadays, like, with the Inquisition, they allow, like, uh, drama. Oh, okay, so it's through the Inquisition, not the Emperor? Yeah, exactly. Like, there was no Xenos planets that were spared during the Great Crusade. There might have been, like, the only one I could think of would be maybe murder with the 
arachnids or whatever. But uh, is that the one that they, they failed to? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's the planet was called Murder or whatever, and I think that was more just um, they failed to conquer it, more so than uh, they're like, well, you're okay. You you're know what okay. I mean? It was more. We'll come of, back for you later. Yeah, and that's what I I would have seen that one as. It was more. I guarantee you, they probably went back to that planet and virus bombed the shit out of it. Mm. You know? Yeah. No, the emperor just it, he is he, the whole like. We don't know the origins of the emperors, but one of the theories, one of Games Workshop's theories is, you know, they took a bunch of shamans, human shamans, to try yeah. to advance humanity. That was their, their goal. That was their whole purpose. So they combined their souls just for the advancement of humanity. For, so then for the emperor to go pick out some random minor Xenos in, in the middle of nowhere, like, it doesn't quite really drive. Like, why would he not pick, like, the Eldar, something more established, and try to make... Like, if he was concerned about... Um, Making the galaxy a better place. Why wouldn't he make alliances with, like, why wouldn't he do an imperial decree where the elder are okay? The elder would probably sign that. Like, uh, well, I mean, yeah, there is that. May- maybe not sign it like you're, you're now a part so of like, the imperial. Like, you don't bother us, we won't bother you. That would you. be more what it would be, yeah, exactly. It's not like an alliance, it's more of a ceasefire, would be it. But, like, that doesn't happen. The emperor is even willing to go so far to destroy his own creations just for the better advancement of man. So, I, I don't see it ever happening. It, I think that's a flat earth theory you got going on. A flat earth theory. You did it. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but but, but um, how can I see? I, I can't see the edge over there. <laughs> so so this water still standing, still <laughs> falling off. It's falling off. So I, I don't know. Like uh, like you're you're obviously very new to forty k. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, don't bully me. No 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 I'm not. Like so one thing too that lots of people don't understand is like the setting is like a thirty year old setting. Right. And it's only really been like the last ten years where they've really started to push heavy on the lore th- side of things, like writing books and like. Um, specifically the Horus Heresy, so... Yeah, because they've got, like, what, how many books now of it? Yeah, like 50 books, but... Jeez. For the first 15 years, the first four four editions of the game, right, the Emperor was on the throne, nothing was known of him, Um, the Horus Heresy was literally a paragraph long, it was, you know, the Horus Heresy was never supposed to be the focus, the Emperor was never supposed to be the focus of the setting. Mm. He was an addition, like, he was... We weren't supposed to know anything about the Emperor. Like, just like the Primarchs, we weren't really supposed to know anything about them. And, and I think that's what happens, too, is lots of people think, like, that that's the focus of the setting, that that's all important. But really, the, I don't think it was ever intended for that. I don't think the setting was ever intended for it. Right, because, I mean, if you focus it on the Emperor and the Primarchs, then they would have already had tabletop pieces and stuff like that. Exactly. But like, then if they did... Uh, the game would be over. Yeah, like... Uh, as it, soon as the Emperor saw on, it's like an uh, automatic win, turn one. The one crazy number or is 40K really. and 30K, it's 10,000 years difference. Right. We don't even have 10,000 years of recorded history. Right. It was, they were supposed to be these mythological characters. We weren't supposed to know anything about them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what happens a lot, too, is why uh, some of the books are really stupid, is they try to tie all these things together but they were never meant to tie together because they were just supposed to be these rumors these myths that we had no idea about you know and kind of like uh, when people hear about space marines but so few have ever seen exactly them. exactly like to see a space marine you're like like that's a god like yeah. that's a that's the next thing yet 
you know, the way they write it, it's like every other day you see one. You you got yeah. one living in your basement renting. Yeah, out a you tell bedroom. me like there's only a thousand in a chapter, but it seems like the like for example the Ultramines seem to be across the entire galaxy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, they're helping out the Imperial <laughs> Fist. They're helping out the uh, Blood Angels. Yeah. So so I I think a lot of the times we run into like these really big like questions about like the emperor or why did the emperor do this and it's like well he was never supposed to there was never supposed to be any lore about that and now they're trying to piece this together and try to make it make sense even though it's never supposed to make sense you know um let me think of a good example here um like angron like why didn't the emperor just help him take over his planet then take angron um, instead, mm. he just took Angron off the planet. Like, obviously, that's a dumb move. Like, how do you explain the Emperor who's this, like, super smart, who's supposed to be this super smart guy doing that, right? right. You can't explain it well. It, the Emperor as a character is a stupid idea because he was never supposed to be a character. Right. But, yeah. I mean, how could you even write a character who's so, supposed to seem like he's supposed to be almost all-knowing all-knowing yeah. and seems like he's flawless yeah but then you point it in the lore you're pointing him as like a there's a flaw right there oh yeah and there's many like uh why did he fulgrim what's that or, or was it fulgrim or mortarion with the one with the uh the the uh, it's uh the the fortress up in the high oh mountain. that's mortarion yeah mortarion yeah. it's like that's a fault yeah, you know, like how how could he not convince him or anything like that? Yeah, so or why didn't he just like wake you know you know? Yeah, he goes to other planets and like saves other planets, but he didn't save this one. Like, yeah, so that's often the problem with when new people are looking at the setting. They don't un- well, not saying that you don't understand. They don't. I don't want to like sound like I'm belittling no, you. No, you know you're I mean? all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Belittle every day, but <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't understand like. Things don't make sense because they're written originally to not make sense. It was supposed to be myth and legend that's 10,000 years old that were never supposed to be the focus of the setting. Yeah. Uh, so. Like, for example, like, I couldn't get into the 30K, like, Horus Heresy stuff, like, with yeah. um, that game, for example. Yeah. Just because I just, I don't like that setting. Sure, yeah. Uh, for one, it, I it's think so it's so different. It, yeah, it's so different. And for some, you know how we were going back to, like, the technological advancement and stuff like that? Yeah. That stuff that's that's way too advanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like some of the, like I've seen like some of those models. I'm like, what the hell? No, <laughs> they got some crazy weapons. They got some but crazy. for that setting, it was perfect. Like it the emperor around ending. there, they're growing their empire. Like it's a very different setting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, that's the way I see it. Um, yeah. What else you got? Uh, let's see. I've shot down your tau tau idea. What else? What else can I stomp on? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, I want to go home now. <laughs> um, let me think of. Uh, I gotta think of them real quick. You got? Yep. Uh, you got any for you? I got some questions for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull up my questions. Okay. Um, so I think you basically answered this one. Your favorite aspect of the hobby is what? Do you, what do you enjoy the most? The hobby, the lore, building, painting, playing. Um, you, you seem to like it all. Uh, I honestly, yeah, I honestly like it all because for one, um, so here, here, here's me in like a nutshell. If I get into something, I am getting into it all the way. Yeah. Like, um, let's just say, okay, so for, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 when it came out, like, yeah. the, the new one. Yeah. Okay. First month and a half, already put in over, like, uh, 550 hours. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, That's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> that, yeah, well, not only that, but that is, like, extreme dedication. Yeah, yeah. So am I going to get... If I could, would someday I be able to get into like the amount that you know? Yes. Oh yeah. There is oh, yeah. a chance, but uh, 
since, for example, the lore so big, it's going to take me a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. And I also don't like reading. So yeah, I like that's the, the chore for it's, sure. It's, it, the audiobooks is probably going to be what I have to do. Yeah. And, you know, um, for, for that mainly. Uh, but, yeah, I, maybe, I love Maybe all. I'll tweak the question. Which of all the aspects, hobby, lore, building, painting, or playing, do you find the most enjoyable? Hmm. Because at first it sounded like it was the lore, but now that you actually got some a bunch of models painted, really, a bunch of models built, you've played a bunch of games now. Yeah. What I, do you enjoy the most? Um, I would have to say um, playing. Um, it's a lot of fun. Like, you're hanging out with it, your buddies, you're rolling you're dice. You're hanging out yeah. with your buddies, and, you know, you could pull off some, like, amazing stunts. So yeah. here's the first game that I ever played, <coughs> and this is, like, the coolest thing that has happened so far. Yeah. So I had this Sentinel, okay? Well, it was basically... It, Context of the story, I didn't have any of my models or anything like that. I just came in one day on a day that I had off, which was a Sunday, which is the day for the Warhammer stuff. Yeah. Only one guy of the Warhammer group came, okay? And he had all his stuff, and they were <laughs> blood angels. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But he let me proxy them as Imperial Guard. Perfect. So, uh, if you probably saw it, you would think it was a madman. <laughs> but I used his, like, uh, the same... same Sanguinary angels, yeah, and they sure. sanguinary, yeah, whatever, uh, whatever the ones that the, 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 the ones with the wings and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. um, I used them as sentinels. I used, yeah, yeah, I used them sure. as I proxied them as sentinels. Okay, <laughs> so one of them <laughs> had a las cannon. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and I fired it at uh, his like main character, his captain, and stuff like that. Yeah, um, which had like five wounds and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Uh, basically, the, the last can is basically it's a one shot, but if it hits, it's hitting. <laughs> so it hits. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, whoa. I, <laughs> uh, for a signal, its ballistic skill is four. Yeah, yeah. And I, I either get I got a four or a five or a six, so whatever it was, yeah. it hits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now it's strength nine versus toughness, whatever. I think it's like four typically. For so it's either going to yeah. be two. So. Yeah. It, I think it gets a two, so yeah. wounds. <laughs> and now whatever his toughness was, or um, you know, whatever his save was, yeah. and it was a high up save. Oh yeah, if it was a captain, probably a four up invulnerable save. Yeah, most four up invulnerable yeah. save and all that. Yeah, he it, it fails. <laughs> yeah, okay, he has five wounds in total. <laughs> I roll a five. He is zapped. Done. He's gone. <laughs> and I actually won that game. If the captain was still there, I would have lost. <laughs> so I won my first game. And I tell you what, rolling that dice and, oh, yeah. and doing that, oh, yeah. all in just one dice. <laughs> it was just the luck of the dice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I'm that getting into the, the game. That might be the only last canon story I've ever heard that was good. Normally it's like, you roll a hit, you roll a wound, they fail their save, you roll a one for damage. Command point reroll, you rolled a two. It's like, oh, why? Well, see, the problem is what people do is they, they put it on something like that shouldn't have it. Like for a heavy weapons team, no, you should not do that. You should do it on a tank commander. And then <laughs> if you really want to go balls to the wall, do it with the Relic of, Lost, uh, the, the relic of Cadia. You yeah. know, where you roll, roll uh, failed room rolls and hit rolls. But at that point, I'd rather put use the last cans on a, you know, on a, Bane Blade or something like that that <laughs> yeah. has it, that has multiple last cannons. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, a tank commander, he's hitting on threes. Yeah, yeah. Makes it a little better, but still, yeah, like... That's, like... And the, like the chance of like, rolling a one is just as likely as rolling a six. Yeah, so... <laughs> you just really gotta look at it from a statistics perspective and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, you can't really use it on everything. 
Like it was like honestly, I still have a signal that has a Laz cannon, but it's dumb <laughs> yeah. because it hits on a it, it hits on a four. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's like half more statistically half of it is gonna fail. Yeah, you're hitting three shots a game essentially. Yeah, hitting three if it makes it to three. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So honestly, yeah, it would it would be plain, but yeah. uh, but it has to tie into like building and painting like sure. i'm not playing that model if it's gray and <laughs> half of it's uh you know it's only half built sure so, like sure. if the tank has it's uh, basically everything except the main turret yeah i'm not gonna do it yeah no exactly okay next question what was the hardest part of getting in the 40k for you um so it, it, it would have been like the lore yeah really yeah. just because um uh, and, and it was just the way I received the lore for the first time. Yeah, like like you're saying, like yeah, it, the just a random YouTube video. Yeah, and like, it was very oh, mundane. Not, oh. um, it wasn't very basic or anything like yeah. that. They just went so deep into like just like almost a starting video. Like um, <laughs> the first, like getting to know the like, like I guess the setting of 40k, uh, like that video, like on a timeline schedule over three hours <laughs> Jeez, and yeah. i'm like and and he's even yeah. going just so deep into it it's like no i need to know like what is all this stuff yeah yeah and then you have to find it, the video and stuff like oh, that yeah so that i would say the lore because i mean if i didn't like the lore yeah then i wouldn't be i wouldn't be here right now or anything like yeah. that yeah because like even 40k the tabletop game it's not a good game it doesn't play smooth it's notoriously unbalanced very you don't, if, if you like for me imperial guard yeah if you have like if you're heavy infantry which is something i'm not really to but i'm gonna have at least six squads of infantry yeah and i and i'm 20 and a 20 man to 30 of conscripts yeah and then that's not including characters and uh you know command vehicles and then i've got like vehicle squads too that is a lot of stuff to move and <laughs> then you also have like g and they're like what if you go against like uh tyranids my god is that game gonna take yeah now you're playing like a six hour game yeah like, so it's not uh, a very friendly game into, like, too deep about like the tournament and stuff like that um like our first game it was like we had uh we were on turn one and we had just finished turn one and everyone was already at turn three <laughs> so yeah it, that that just basically kind of shows you and yeah. they had uh the enemy had a thousand signs and uh tyranids and me i was the only heavy guy i had the uh imperial guard the other guy he had magnus and mortarion just two characters <laughs> yeah our and that still that took too. long yeah oh i <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can play some quick games or you can slug them out for hours for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, next one. What's one thing you wish you knew about 40K when you first started playing or hobbying or whatever? If there's one thing you wish you knew, what would have been when you first started? Um, can you go to further, like, like, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, did you wish you knew painting was so easy? Like, something like that. Like, um, uh, I if, honest- if you could tell yourself getting into the hobby what would be one thing you would tell yourself one misconception you had one thing you thought was different whatever one misconception i guess um it would be like the building and painting process sure so it seemed more intimidating than it was it it did seem more intimidating now for me guardsmen are not like compared to like uh let's say a plague marine very simple 
Yeah. You all you need is you know three colors: yeah. Andrew Dust, Castellan Green, and Abaddon <laughs> Black. Yeah, yeah. And then if you want to go to the details, some some white bits for the Aquilas and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and that's that's really about it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then for a tank, sh- shit, just green and uh, green and uh, metal. Yeah, I, I just remember like when I started the hobby, um, like the internet wasn't really a thing. Like obviously it was a thing, but um, to learn to paint, you had to like order a magazine. You had to look at their like color splotches where it's like they had like an image and they're like, okay, paint this part black. And then the next image, there's 18 different colors on it. And you're like, they're like, step two, do this. And it's like, step one, paint it black. Step two, finish the model. Like it was very tough to learn how to paint. Yeah. Where, where nowadays like, you just hop on YouTube. You can find a thousand videos on exactly how to paint. Because painting, it's not tough. It's all technique. If you know the technique, you can be a good painter. Yep. Um, and you also got to take your time with it too. Y- yes, yes. And, and obviously, and you can't be drunk and have like the shaky hand or anything. But well, not as long only as that, like, it's just also like how much paint. Well, not to go too deep in how much paint is it? How 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 flowy is the paint? Is it just like have you yeah. not weighted the paint enough or using wet palette stuff like that? Yeah, like there is some technical stuff, but stuff, like but like. Yeah, like just imagine trying to read like flowing paint in a white dwarf, and you're like, "What the heck does that even mean?" So like, I know the level of painting quality from when I started for like the hobby as a whole till now. It's crazy. Like I see like people are like, "Oh, this is my first painted model." It's like that's really good. Like we're back in the day. It's like this is my first painted model. You're like, "Oh, I I can tell. I can tell that's your first." Because <laughs> like yeah, like now you just have so many options to like actually learn how to do it. So, oh yeah, like uh, when I it, the the painting aspect is definitely nothing. Yeah. Not so what I did uh, when I wanted to make sure that I didn't want to dive do too deep into it when I painted uh, when I wanted to play the forty k game. Yeah. I bought and this is what I recommend for anyone who's listening and thinking about getting into tabletop. Buy one character. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be like the super really detailed one, but it could be like a lieutenant or something like that. Sure. Um, I bought like a, a, a commissar, just yeah. the standard one. Yeah. And a, a squad no of guys. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're going to just paint those guys. You're going to build, prime, and paint them. Yeah. That's it. And you're going to look at them and you're going to say, you're, you're going to think, well, how hard was this to build? Which honestly, the building is pretty the, oh, it's the easiest it. part. Yeah, yeah. And then how hard, what, the priming even easier. How hard was it was to paint? Yeah. And it also kind of goes down to like how heavy, uh, like or how detailed of a painter you are. Like for yeah. me, yes, I'm gonna make sure that I don't have this big splotch of green on the pants. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like for example, yeah, I mean, your, your painting was very clean. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try and tidy it up yeah. as much as I can too. But it's not gonna be like I'm getting those layering paints too. Yeah. No, it's gonna be battle ready, not parade ready yeah yeah so but yeah. even within that's that's what i would do and that's how i did it yeah and it's like yeah it was like once i slugged it through and i got to those it was feeling so great when i was on that putting on those finishing touches <laughs> on the last couple of guys and then yeah. i got to see and look and then i let the the wash dry and woke up in the morning individually looked and i was like this looks badass <laughs> yeah exactly i often get like uh asked like what's your painting advice so like i got my joke response like how do you motivate yourself to paint it's just don't be a bitch and just go paint you, like are you, you just are you it. a grown adult can you not control yourself yeah. what are you talking and about just go do it thing i have adhd <laughs> yeah and you can paint it's fine no like yeah for six hours <laughs> that if for someone who's like literally like uh okay she's like oh look swirl <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but that's what uh, you know. That's how I did it, and that's yeah. you know. That's well, uh, yeah, and and that ties into like the other advice is I I say go watch videos. But then the other thing is like like you said, 
buy what you're going to buy and paint that and then keep it somewhere where you can see it and then buy your next box, paint that. I see too often people just go spend a thousand bucks on Warhammer and they have this sea of gray plastic and you're never going to get to it. No, like, do not. You're never going to do it. Like mm. what I always do is when I do it, like, uh, cause I usually buy my whole army and then I start painting it. Mm. Uh, cause I, I just usually buy it in the course of a week or two type thing, you know? Oh wow. Really? Yeah. Um, so, but I, I put away, I build everything, I put away everything so I can't see it, and then I start painting, and then I put the painted models beside me while I'm painting, and I just start watching the models grow and grow. I never look at my unfinished gray uh, painted models, because it's just like, oh, there's so much to do. But then I do see, every time I look over, I get that endorphin hit where it's like, look at what I painted. Yeah. So, that's so minus the stuff that I'll be getting for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but what I do is I buy like one or two box sets at a time and yep. I work on the one box. Yep. I don't build them all together. Sure. I, I, I did once and that was for my three Sentinels and the heavy weapon squad. Sure. Um, which was like, it wasn't actually that bad, but I mean, I probably shouldn't have done it, but yeah. I really wanted to get them out because we were playing the next day. Yeah. So, and I actually woke up at like 3 a.m. just to prime <laughs> and paint the Sentinels, which Perfect. were like the hardest ones. And I also had to cut the my grandparents' yard that day too. <laughs> so I was dedicated to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I buy the box sets and I don't open all of them. I open one. Yeah. So like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Like, you know how I told you about the command squad yesterday? Yeah. Uh, they're built. Yeah, they're built. They're not primed or anything like that. I'm going to do it when I get home. Uh, well, not probably not until like next week, just because I'm also spending the weekend with my mom and all that. Yeah, sure. But um, they're built, and they're going to just sit there. And I'm not opening anything else yep. or doing anything until yep. they're built, uh, until they're primed and painted. Yeah, because so, that way I can look at it and say, like, yeah, we we got a little different way of doing it, but ultimately. The goal is to not look at gray painted models. Gray painted like, models that is or just the amount the, of boxes you have. Yeah, like that's just the biggest downer. Yeah, like probably what I'm going to do, like when I get the amount of boxes I get, I'm probably going to put them away somewhere. Yeah. yeah uh, I yeah. don't know where, but I'm just going to like paint them. You know, they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got one final question for you. Okay. And then it's almost another hour here, so I think we'll wrap it up after this one. But uh, what's one mystery in 40K you wish you had an answer for? What's one thing... You wish you knew. Do you mm. wish you knew what the void, void dragon was, perhaps? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, What's one thing you wish you knew about 40K? One thing... Uh, now, is this just for, like, lore, or is this for... Yeah, specifically, like, some mystery in the lore. Um, like, do you wish you knew how the Emperor was made? You no, because like, I, like, I, I can pretty much understand that concept right there. I, wanted, I want to know... Uh, what would happen after, like, what would what would be the Emperor's next big step after his secret WebRay project would happen? Because sure. basically, uh, that sure. WebRay project is basically, okay, now humanity can access everything. Okay, yeah. now what? What's going to be after that? Well, like, then 40K would just be like any other, you know, it'd be more like Star Trek almost. They would conquer the whole galaxy, it'd be a peaceful place. You know, it'd just be adventure and love and happiness. Equality. Equality for everyone. Yeah. No, that, 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 that is interesting. Because, like, they were super close to conquering the galaxy, but with the webway, would that then maybe give them the ability would to they go give to them another the upper galaxy, edge? maybe? Maybe. Well, or... like, the upper edge against what? There was nothing else left. Yeah. Like, I know, what there, there wouldn't have been any chaos. Everything. Yeah, like, there wouldn't have been chaos. You know, 10,000 years later, the Nids and the uh, Necrom would have woken, but, like, if the ga- galaxy is unified, they would have been able to 
Yeah. You know. And not only that, it's just kind of more or less uh, <laughs> what exactly, um, like if the Necrons woke up, they would deal with that. But the, they say that the, the Emperor's Astronomicon is what is keeping it. Was he still doing that when he was alive? The, the Astronomicon, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. 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 All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it would probably be a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be your thing. Like, what was the Emperor's like end game? Was yeah. It, what was, was there ever a point in the Emperor's was thought process? Was it to evolve where... humanity to his level? Yeah. Like they become essentially sure. emperors that are just like him, or it's just basically, well, now you've got all this technology and there's nothing in the world that yeah. can. Like, and now work. he's just going to sit back on his throne yeah. and rule. Yeah. Like, was there ever peace in his mind that he's seen, or was it going to be we've conquered this galaxy? Now we're going to the next one. Now that. Yeah, yep. I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Yeah, so. Cool. Okay, well, I, I think that's it, because I think my parents are going to eventually want to make noise again. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Well, uh, Mark, <laughs> I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was great, man. Uh, yeah. Mark, it's, it, it's crazy. Like, Yeah, it can, it's honestly awesome if uh, you get to, you know, uh, meet like someone that you really idol and then you know that really helped you get into something so. <laughs> yeah 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 well yeah me and eric were still enjoying doing it so and it's always awesome to hear like stories um every now and again yeah we get nasty emails but we get far more positive interactions where we get to you know, meet awesome people and mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah so um i guess really more or less um just again shout out to breakpoint games yeah go check them out um you know they'll put a link in the description and everything on that uh if you want to, I guess if you guys, uh, can I put it in my Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to put it in my Twitter, nothing on Instagram, just because that's more like the personal. Sure. Um, but I I do play 40K uh, a lot. Um, so if you want to follow me, it's at Frost Den, or, and it's Frost underscore Den, all lowercase, just F-R-O-S-T-S underscore D-E-N. Um, that's just my Twitter. Um, yeah if you're in the florida where do you live what's uh it's in like so if you're like in the like the mount dora area basically central florida you want to go from there if you're in central or florida, if you're in florida at all and you want to make that drive hey uh just let me know we can try and set <laughs> something up in a play yeah man but uh other than that uh thanks man i really appreciate it yeah no it was good um yeah fuck it's always awesome meeting people so oh yeah i think we're still gonna hang out uh, for a bit but uh oh yeah and you know free, uh, honestly uh so next time uh, if you're in Florida, we got to plan on something for that. Yeah, and yeah. Next time I come down, I, I should have brought an army this time. Yeah. Like, right. ah. You know, not only that, when you <laughs> tell me the next time you're here, we'll set up something at Breakpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, uh, like when I'm for vacation and stuff like that, we'll plan something when I stop by in Calgary. Ooh, that'd be so good. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Then I can give Eric the foot rub. <laughs> so, All right. Let's go do that now. Oh, let's go okay. Do I've got the lotion. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. How does Eric normally end episodes? Um, dope penis. You heard it here. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. 
Parker, engineering your success.